Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Welcome to another podcast. Greetings to the great unwashed. We are your cult. Your, your cult of camaraderie. We don't care if you're black, white, yellow, red, brown. You're all welcome. And if you're male or female, hey, come on in. Or somewhere in between. And, uh, and if you don't know if you're male or female, hey, you can listen to us too. But I'll give you a, I'll give you a hint. <laughs> if you... Don't get pee on you when you are standing up peeing. <laughs> You're a man, baby. <laughs> You're a man. <laughs> j- j- just be aware, regardless of who you are or what you are, we are probably going to say something offensive at some point about you, but it's all in good fun. It is. Yeah. And now that we've uh, fully gotten rid of, you know, <laughs> the sensitive type. <laughs> <laughs> now it's probably a good time to just yeah address that uh, this show is not for sensitive people. It's not, not at all. That's the if you're easily the if you're easily offended, uh, then don't hit the subscribe button. If if you're not a well, what most people used to call uh, bitches, then hit the subscribe button. We we're more than happy to have you on board. You can come and laugh and rant and rave right there along with us. Uh, but right off the top, I gotta say. Uh, thank you to the, to the, to the guys over at Good Morning Liberty, Nate in particular, Chuck, I still love you, but, uh, one of their co-hosts was on vacation and Nate opened up the phone lines to their Patreon members of which I am. And, uh, I called in, I was their first caller to my knowledge. I don't, I'm not a historian on Good Morning Liberty, but it, anyway, I called in and I uh, got a chance to talk with Nate for a little bit. Uh, just, you know, I did a little ranting on his platform. There you go. And at the end, or what I thought was the end, I mentioned, uh, this little show right here. And Nate, Nate was, uh, very, very nice. Very cordial. Kind kind enough to to plug us a little. Yeah. Gave us a little advice. Said that I have a voice for radio, which was cool. Especially (laughs) since I was just talking on some AirPods. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. So anyway, thank you to all the new listeners. Uh, for making the trek over from GML. We're happy to have you. Hopefully you like what you hear. And if you do, hit that subscribe button. And even if you don't, hit the subscribe button because we're, like I said on GML, <laughs> we are infants in this. So I guarantee you, our this show is destined to change. And we already gave some love to the Canucks a few weeks ago. And now, I mean, we've got to transfer a little bit of that to over to what... Uh, Japan in New Zealand? Oh, gee, my God. We have <laughs> gone global. Oh, yeah. look at that. That's a Kiwi, mate. Yeah. Now that I got rid of them, welcome back, North Americans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, well, Konnichiwa, bitches. Yeah, diversify <laughs> your bonds and shit. So we've, we've noticed a little uptick and some new uh, listenership, and we're, we're mightily grateful for it. And, you know... Let me officially cordially welcome you to Ignore the Rant. Basically, this is just a podcast where we pick things, we pick stories, we 
whatever that piques our interest from the week that was. This is a weekly show. We we are not like Good Morning Liberty. We do not do it every day when we want to. We do it every week when we want to. And um and we just ran about stuff, really. And the and really the only way that we know how, and that is with heavy opinion, very light facts, and just fill in the middle with whatever the fuck comes across our heads. So and that's to be, you know, not nothing written in stone around here. It's just a conversation. Yeah. yeah. One episode might be about sports, another episode might be about politics, and another episode might be about music whenever the world ever opens back up and we get to go experience that shit in person again. And everything in between. Yeah. Yeah. So We'll figure out who we are, and you'll figure out what we're all about as we continue. So, welcome to the new listeners. Yes. Please feel free to give us a follow over on Instagram at IgnoreTheRant underscore podcast. And send us a comment. Yeah. If, I want yeah. to know, know what people think of this. I mean... Yeah, genuine feedback. And, and you can be harsh. You can yeah. be critical. Tell us what you don't want to hear. If you think we suck, tell us we suck. Yeah. Now, now if you tell us... I don't want to hear, and it's 80% of the shit we talk about, well, then one of us is going to have a tough time, and it ain't going to be me. Yeah. So, you know, but we want to hear that. And uh, and what I'm curious of is if you did come over from Good Morning Liberty, uh, feel, please follow us on Instagram and, and send, send us a message. And just say, hey, I, and I have received this from a few people, and I do appreciate those that have already reached out to let me know where uh, that y'all did hear me over there. And so to those that are listening that haven't done that, Please let me know. I'm just curious to see uh, who we got, who we got coming on board. You know. Also, feel free to please. I mean, if there is anything that you hear us say that you absolutely disagree with, we'd love to hear from you. Tell us your view. Tell us why you disagree with us. That'd be super interesting to bring up on the show. So, Jim, uh, we have an email address, correct? We do. It is ignoretherant at gmail dot com, where you can send in any and all messages. Good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, just no dick pics, please. Because if you do that, I'm gonna share it with all my friends. We've got enough <laughs> yeah. of those anyway. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll send them directly to Matt. Exactly. With, with no subject line. <laughs> exactly. But the overall uh, vision for this show is we got three three individuals. You know, sometimes three, four. Yeah, sometimes four. You know, we're buddies. You got me, Jim, uh, who lives next door to Doug, whose studio we are in. And Doug uh, has years and years and years experience in the music industry, playing in bands, recording bands. I have uh, minutes of experience of recording him <laughs> playing in his band here in the studio. And, um, and then my buddy Arona was my uh, freshman roommate. We went through college together. We kept in touch. He moved to Arizona. I went out and visited him a few times. We've gone to a lot of concerts. Not so much this year, but hopefully that'll change next year. Should have been this year. And now we're all in the same room. I'm a traditional. Well, I don't know if I'm traditional. I'm probably not traditional. But I'm a right-leaning libertarian politically. When we talk about politics, I will. that will more than likely be where I'm coming from. Arona is a recovering Bernie bro. We're <laughs> happy to have you on board. But no, you are you are on the liberal side of things. Doug is what I, I think I, I, think I uh, <laughs> itemized you as politically agnostic. That, Basically, that you are heavily opinionated, but not a participant. Yes, I I, I don't wish to participate in this <laughs> shit show. There but, you go. But I will say this: everything that everyone else does affects me. So 
You got That's, words on it. I do have words on it. So, you know. And that is the dynamic. And, and just because I don't vote, don't say I don't count. You matter, Doug. Anybody that yeah. no, no, I'm just I'm just saying everybody's always telling me you can't say anything because you didn't vote for anybody. And no, I got more to say than the person that did vote and follow blindly some some other idiot's fucking view of how this country's supposed to run. I'll fall on each side. What's of, what's of the uh, rush quote again? What's that? What's the rush quote again? The you rush know? quote. Yeah, making it or not making not choosing, still making a choice or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Exactly. Yeah. That is a quote that will come up yes. very often on this show. <laughs> but I would rather have a a nation full of non-voters who are politically uh, informed. Yes. And that we're not, you know, uh, just being corralled like the political sheep that we're supposed to be. Yeah, whichever way they want you to I would rather move. have a nation of zero voters with majority politically astute individuals. Right. I agree with that. I agree with then, that. But. Then to have 100% votership and nobody pay attention to what the fuck's going well, on. Hey, right. like, that, to it, me, yeah. that is like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. It's terrifying. I know. That's the most terrifying thing I've ever it's, thought about. It's always extremely telling to me that like Time Magazine always talks about their covers and mm-hmm. how they have to do a different cover for the United States because the rest of the world is not turned off by a political topic on the cover of the, of their uh, of their magazine and for america it's like no as soon as we do that people are not going to read it so we have to put some celebrity on the cover or some bullshit well the way that magazines are going worldwide i well sure. don't really know if they got their finger on the pulse anymore but i, hear, I definitely <laughs> no, hear what you're no, saying I, I would consider myself a recovering patriot Ooh. that's basically hmm. what i am i don't i don't know i guess it's my I love history so much, and mm-hmm. I know so much about how the country, uh, you know, just should how, be just, running. Just how, yeah, how it's <laughs> yeah. supposed to be going, yeah. and and I feel like um, uh, that you know, I, I I just feel let down. I feel like we've let the people that came here to start something different, you know, from what was going on. Uh, I feel like we've let that down. The the whole idea of that. And I think, and and it's and and that's why I say I feel like a recovering patriot. Sure. I feel like I feel like it's all of that's gone, and now I'm trying to find something to replace it, and there's nothing there. And I you think know, that and, you're, and, I think that you're not, and I think that you're not alone. Hate. I think I think that is what is going on across the country. Yeah, but the difference is is that different people have different ways of uh, reacting to that because right. everybody. I don't think there's too many people that are saying, man, this place is kicking ass. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't matter where, what side you're on. The only difference is, is the way that people are reacting. Some people are saying, flush it down the toilet. Right. It's fucking over. It's over. Yeah. And other people are saying, if y'all would just stop doing this, everything would be fine. Right. And then you got other people saying, I mean, what are you going to do? Eh? I mean, the whole world's shit right now. Where are you going to go? And uh, there is no right answer. There's only the best guess. Well, like what we were talking about last week. No, I've got the right answer. What we were talking about last week with the swamp. Yeah. uh, The show, The Swamp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It felt good to hear that on that that documentary. I mean, it did. It felt good to hear two guys, one from each side, 
saying the same shit that needs to happen, you know, yeah. to make shit really different. Yeah. And, and, but the only thing is, is there's only one of them on each side, you know, there's not. Well, and not and only it, that, they keep talking about it, but right. then they continue to do shit yeah. the same exact way exactly. it's been fucking done. Right. Right. And, and the, you know, that's, it, it's the whole lobbying thing. It's, it's you, you know, mess. you know what I do, Doug, every time I'm feeling a little down politically, I'll Jerk go. Off. <laughs> that's gonna happen anyway i mean yeah we're three yeah. men yeah oh yeah jesus christ not yeah. together yeah <laughs> no four. circle jerks at least here. four times a day how is that where your head goes <laughs> <laughs> jesus yeah. christ yeah. man yeah. what happened what, what happened there oh my god <laughs> all right well listeners it's been nice having yeah, you no. uh, i guess we'll just go back to well you can unplug the mics now we'll yeah. just talk yeah. to, <laughs> to each other and, and your children i'm sorry no but uh uh, anyway, oh, see, I was just gonna make it okay. Yeah, okay. You know what I do when I feel down, Doug? I go on then their YouTubes and I just look up uh, a little Ron Paul video, a little just, Ron Paul, and it cheers oh. me up. It cheers up my, my inner political cockles. No, no, I hear you. It and um, yeah. and really, all the only videos that I seek out are the ones where he's shitting on America, right. and it just makes me it warms my warms my little bald eagle heart. Oh man. I miss, I miss you, Ron Paul. Oh, man. But, there, for example, on a day like today, happy 9-11, everybody. Yeah. Um, not really. Can we say happy, happy, though? Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure how to. I'm not sure how to. I mean. Just say it, remember 9-11. Regretfully am I, am I so, to we be, remember. Am I supposed to be sad, or do I say happy boot up your ass day, or happy Toby Keith day? Can we say that? Did, did everybody leave their PBRs out back for Toby <laughs> Keith to come in? Anyway. <laughs> It is 9-11, and typically around this time of year, this specific date, it just reminds me, oh, yeah, all of this shit could could have been avoided. Yes. And there's one video in particular. We referenced it a few episodes back, but I found it, and I'm going to put it in the... It's in the show notes. You're listening to this now. Look in the show notes. It's there. It is uh, titled, Ron Paul, Predictions in Due Time. Yes. And it was in, I think, April of '02. When he did this. So this was after 9-11, but before the war in March of 03. It was the ramp up to the weapons of mass right. destruction. Mm-hmm. And he just, sta- he, he went up, it was only a five minute video, something like that. It's pretty short. And he just went through and said, this is how we're going to react to this. This is what's going to happen. These are the countries that are going to get involved. After this happens, this, and he just goes through predictions. And at the very end, he says, I hope that. You know, please keep up with this and come back to this video in five to ten years. Now, this is an 18-year-old video, and it still holds up. Yeah. And then at the very end, he says, you know, and if I'm wrong, I would be, you know, very satisfied. Like, he's wishing that he's wrong, but he was right on every single fucking thing. And so, in a weird way, Doug, when I start feeling all blue... I'll look up a Ron Paul video and just feel good that at least at one point there, in time one, there was somebody that fucking got it. Right, there was one person. Yeah, but but and see, but that's that's the way I feel. I feel like that one person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like uh, like Ron Paul. You know, you you know you know how he. Well, felt he's the whole reason why Senate, I'm. I, he's the whole uh, reason why I went down the path I went down and think the way I think now. To where, yeah, I'm. Some would say I'm extremely callous. I don't have any time for the emotional, we got to feel bad about this, marginalized this right, or right. that. It's like, no, you wouldn't have that marginalized if there wasn't X, Y, Z over here that is 
interrupting their ability well, to achieve and, peak freedom. And you've definitely called yourself a contrarian. I mean, that's definitely what you I think all libertarians are contrarians because <laughs> there's nothing libertarian about the world today. So for us to state anything based on what we believe, it's going to be antithetical to what's happening. And over time, it makes you an inherent contrarian. Now, you've known me for 20 years. Uh, Maybe yeah. I've always been a contrarian <laughs> uh, no. to a degree. Uh, I don't I, know. I think I was a pretty go-along-to-get-along go guy in the beginning. Yeah. The only thing that saved my little ass was that I was able to make people laugh here and there. True my humor saved yeah. me from a large number of ass whoopings. I do know that much. Holy it's also shit. gotten you into a few. Well, you know. <laughs> hey, man, if you don't want that omelet, don't, don't crack that joke. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you, you do the math. There's a joke in there. That ain't that good. I never said I'm good at it. Oh, but anyway, shit. fuck all that. Welcome to Ignore the Rant. Yes. That is a little taste of pretty much how this show goes. So if you made it this far, stick it out with us. Don't worry. It'll only hurt once. But uh, so yeah, this week in Ignore the Rant, mm -hmm. I have a little bit of a news bulletin, gents. Arona got a job this week. Woo yeah. If you want to take it, take it from here, give a little background. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I've been without work since I got here and how long I, I've been here just over what a month. I've yeah. been counting the days. <laughs> yeah. Am I pissing you off yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the fifth podcast with him. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's five weeks, right? Yeah, I guess so. It it's 2020, him, man. Here. Days, weeks, time. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck was that? I can't even remember that that was a thing. <laughs> well, see, I, I've been doing Uber, but very sparingly. And it's just because my car is, it's awesome. I love the thing, but it's over 300,000 miles. and Oh, it's just getting broke in, boy. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but, um, so. It's getting to that. It's, it's getting a Toyota. To that, it's getting to that age where speed bumps. It, it, it ha I, I need to tell you this. It has a function. And the suspension, then after 300,000 miles, you don't have to slow down for speed bumps anymore. That's the thing. That's the thing. Try it. You don't believe me? No. Um, yeah. Don't no. let me know how it goes, but. Hey, I had a, buddy of mine, had a buddy of mine in Florida had a Toyota pickup truck with 1 million miles on it. No shit. Yeah. Hey, they told me. I mean. You're friends with Al-Qaeda? One million miles. <laughs> Those are Chevys, dude. No, they're Tacomas. Yeah, oh, are they? Oh, fuck yeah. Have they, they updated? Why do you think I bought mine? <laughs> yeah, the 1976 Toyota pickup truck. Yeah. Or no, there's a lot of Suzuki's too. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. little samurais. Those yeah. little fucking things are uh, little uh, tumbleweeds. And he used to drive it back and forth to California. That was uh, when he first got it in the oh. 70s and the 80s. Oh, yeah, really? okay. Yeah, yeah. Going from Florida. Yeah. Running California. back. In, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Oh, making runs, you know. Doug. Yeah. Wink, wink. wink, wink. I oh, hear you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, before we get off into too many tangents here, <laughs> because we'll ride that wave for at least back another to 20 minutes. Jumping speed bumps. I like yeah, it. Yeah. I like it. Let's get back to this. <laughs> well, no, I, I, so I'm saying about Uber, you know, did that very sparingly to save my car from dying. So, <clears throat> But I haven't had a job this entire time. I, when I came out here, a buddy of mine had brought up that he might have a job for me, and that fell through. So uh, there were some things on the yeah. table. The table got flipped over. Yeah. I threw it in my backyard and set it on fire. Yeah. Well, and you got me in touch with a, a buddy of yours that used to be a neighbor. Sure, and. Uh, 
You know, yeah, awesome dude. I mean, never met me for even a second, but still throws his hat in there to tell his bosses, hey, this guy's awesome. Hire him. And that's the thing. We're going to sound like total assholes on this thing. Me in particular, I guarantee it. But surprisingly, really nice people like like me. I, some of my friends are extremely fucking awesome. Actually, yeah. all of them are. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you got a you had a uh, roundabout interaction with one of them, and he threw out the the lifeline. You jumped on it, and mm. uh, so congratulations. Welcome to officially being a, employed uh, an, an employed Georgian and. Um, a productive well, member of society. <laughs> well, I, you know, one thing I can also say about this is it still happened for the best. I'm ma- I, I will be making more money than I would have been with the other job. So, Oh, is that shit talking? No, no, no. Hey, <laughs> no, no that's actually giving my buddy a pass. Where it's <laughs> All like, right, I don't know if I'm a contrarian, but I'm definitely an instigator. <laughs> Thank you, no Mr. shit. Thank you, Mr. Trump. Thank you, President Trump. For, for getting my friend a job. Yeah. Thank you, President Trump. Well, so I, I did want to talk Trump about. 2020. So yesterday, you know, was the interview and I came in the door and I was defeated, browbeaten, just like I am not getting this fucking job. And something I didn't tell you, Jim, you know, something on my way to the interview, I noticed I'm wearing khakis for the first time and I don't know how long. And I looked down. <laughs> Not that bad, fortunately. Oh, okay. Sorry. That's just where my brain goes. He just wanted to get you back. <laughs> oh, you jacking Shit. off? Now, <laughs> no, now my story's not nearly as interesting, but... Um, no, it's a success story. You didn't chart yourself. Like no, that. yeah. Like no, that. definitely. Um, so, I had a hole in the front of my pants. Oh, man. <laughs> and so I'm already thinking, God, they're going to be looking at me like, what? what is this cheap fuck doing here? I mean, thankfully, it's a warehouse job, so they're probably just like, whatever. You're going to fit right in. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> and so, <laughs> in fact, y- there's a whole quota, and you're way <laughs> underperforming. That, that's it. You, you could be a manager. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you look like manager material to me. There you go. And after I got home, I noticed there was another hole. He's moving the, up on the back of the. Fortunately, not on the cracker. Any area, on, <laughs> it was up in the belt area. That non-sharding story just turned out to be a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, either way, I, I have the interview. I didn't think it goes well at all. I tell Jim this, and so I go upstairs and have a depressing rest of the day because i'm just like i don't want to face anything i'm gonna lay down i'm gonna take as many naps as i possibly can conceive of during this time jimbo is receiving text updates or well more questions at first just like i was having correspondence with the people inside yes yes i was (laughs) an insider oh yeah yeah Yeah. nepotism's running strong with this bunch here (laughs) but um Either way, so he's receiving all these text messages, all of which he is not telling me word one about. Nope. You're on a need to know basis, sir. (laughs) And so we're watching football last night. You know, that goes on through and then we start watching YouTube videos. And uh, so I casually bring up it's about, you know, midnight or no, 1230. And I say, yeah, I'm thinking about, uh, you know, going hiking tomorrow. And uh, Jim goes, well, before this is actually 
I can't tell you when he went through the rundown of all the other text messages, but he gave me a play-by-play where it's like at three well, no, o'clock. First, 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 I said, "Oh, you're going hiking tomorrow. Make sure you have your phone with you." Yeah, because you're probably going to get a phone call. And then you were like, "What the fuck are you talking about, dude?" Yeah, and I was like, "Allow me to proceed." Mm-hmm. And so this was <laughs> yeah late at night. Like it's like, all right, dude, I'm tapping out. See you in the morning. Yeah. And so I go, oh. Well, my phone's been going off over here. I haven't even been looking at it. Hold on. Let's see what's in here. It was like a bad Santa reveal. It's like, what did Santa bring, kids? <laughs> he sat on this for an hour, by the way. I mean, at least the last bit of information. I, yeah. But he did a timeline. Like what was the timeline, Jim? I mean, give a little bit of an Oh, overview. it went from 2.30 p.m. to like 8.30 p.m., a series of texts back and forth with, uh, with my buddy Mike, the man on the inside, the man with the plan. His last uh, text to me, hours after my last text to him, he just uh, came back and said that he messaged the individual that you interviewed with and uh, basically confirmed that uh, you were going to get the job. Hey, you're employed. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) and I just politely turned my phone off and put it back down and continued watching TV with Rona in the room with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, waited an hour, was it? (laughs) Uh, Maybe a little more than that. But here's the thing. I was stuck in a bit of a pickle. Because I was like, fuck, man. Like, do I just outright go ahead and tell him now? Or, and and then if for whatever reason it doesn't happen, I'm the dick? Because of some internal shit on a uh, company, about yeah. a company that I don't fucking know? That Mike has no control over? Yeah. What sure. If, what if they just were being nice to Mike and uh, Mike took it upon himself and told me? Well, yeah. I don't, I was like, I don't want to say something that's not true. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And then I was like, at, at, so I was pondering it. I was like, yeah, well, should I even tell him? Because if I tell him, then he gets a phone call and it is what it says that it is. I mean, there should be, I, mean, I kind of, I don't want to ruin that for him. I, di- I didn't want to ruin yeah, that for you. How close is the job? Uh, it's like on us on no traffic. It's nine minutes away. <laughs> yeah. that's in the Atlanta no. area. Nine minutes Jesus away. Jesus Christ. I need to find myself a job. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Well, and you know, I actually did end up getting the call this morning. It was eight o'clock pretty much on the, well, no, eight 30. I got the call. So it's pretty much probably right as they, after they got to work. So you know, I was I was so happy. It's like, you know, until you actually hear it from from their own mouth, you're not celebrating it. And so I went out to a celebratory lunch and I do have to give a little bit of a plug. Um, this is my favorite barbecue restaurant. I've gone to this place since I was five. And it's if you ever find yourself in Smyrna, Georgia, check it out. It's called Old South Barbecue. They've been the same since they opened, I think, in like 1967. So real mom and pop operation. But basically, I go in today and I'm just like, hey, I'm having a celebratory lunch. And this is a person that's known us since I've been a kid. And uh, she's like, well, what are you celebrating? And I said, well, I, I finally got a job. And she said, say no more. Your meal's on me. It was fucking awesome. Well, fuck. Hey, I just got a new job. Brunswick stew me. Let's do this. <laughs> stew me. Difference is she hasn't known you since you were five. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'll figure out a way around this. I'll loop. I'll, I'll find a loophole. 
I am in no way plugging the fact that they will give you free food. Because- uh, that's all I heard, dude. <laughs> free food. But no, this place is awesome. I've been out there a handful of times. Uh, very good, very good spot. It's right there, I think, on Windy Hill. Yeah. Uh, in Smyrna. So for anybody out there that's a Braves fan that's going to go, well, <laughs> I guess next year, uh, going out <laughs> to a Braves game. Stop on in there. Get yourself some barbecue. It's fucking awesome. So congratulations, Arona. Yep. Uh, here, here. Mm. Woohoo. Uh, enough about me. What What else is going on this week? I got a pony. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. Last week, I think uh, we were kind of, we, we were getting an update on, is this going to happen? Is and this- it happened. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. it happened. <laughs> Give and, us uh, some yes. details, dude. Yeah. Well, my wife. Came home, this was right after the podcast, I guess, with a very, very large container uh, <laughs> for an animal. It was a dog carrier. It's like the biggest one they make. The last and time the I saw thing, something like that, it was on the Tiger King, and the, I was like, oh, was shit, we're doing this? And you guys saw it. You <laughs> remember you pulled up. Oh, yeah. And I, was, and I was like, holy shit, look at this thing. What goes in there? I was like, when's Carol Baskin showing yeah, up? Yeah, and that's all. That's all there was was the carrier, and I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, holy shit! And so, the next day goes by, nothing. I'm like, okay, well maybe, maybe this ain't gonna happen. Boom, boom, ba The next morning, I wake up with a huge head <laughs> licking my face <laughs> huge head not huge. human not huge. human not not human huge <laughs> baby room my my wife my <laughs> wife took it upon herself and i got to say i love the big fella it is a great pyrenees and i i knew nothing about these though, really i still know nothing about them all i know is they're large and they are psycho. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I need to know. I, and, uh, I was about to say, from the sound of it, he sounds like a great pain in the oh, ass. Oh man, he <laughs> is. He is in everything. Everything. Well, what's his I mean, age? You can't Doug? do. How, how is he? An old elderly he pup, is, or is he, he is uh, almost two years old? Oh my god, he's still a puppy. <laughs> he's still a puppy, and he's. You've seen him. He's rather large. He can get up to now. These I, I didn't know this. 160 pounds. Oh, shit. How big these dogs are. So we got some wiggle room. Oh, yeah. There's some wiggle room there. (laughs) There's about 40 pounds of wiggle room. So, and uh, anyone who doesn't know what a Great Pyrenees is, look that shit up. It is like a pony. So we got that going on. When I let him out in the backyard, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I swear, (laughs) this dog, his legs are so long and lanky, (laughs) and he plays like a puppy. It's like like Bambi on the frozen pond. Yeah, like Bambi (laughs) on a frozen pond. Exactly. That's what he looks like. But he's got this big yellow egg. It's made out of hard plastic. Big plastic oblong thing. He loves it. I've never seen a dog play with anything like this. It's like a fucking buoy. Yeah. yeah. It's so big, it looks like a fucking buoy. Yes. That's exactly what it looks like. And if you don't know what a buoy is, Google it while you're Googling up, you know, Pyrenees. But that's what this thing looks like. And he (laughs) goes apeshit for this thing. I mean, he is. Yeah, he does. I've seen it. I've seen it in action. Yes. I'm just like, wow. And he'll play with it for hours, they say. He'll he'll get out there for hours and do it. And uh, yeah, he was... (laughs) 
It's crazy. At it's least a, easily entertained, it sounds a, like. Yes. And it's, it's quite an adjustment. <laughs> this week has been quite an adjustment for me. I mean, we went from no dog. And lots of wicker baskets. Right. To, yeah. yeah. Oh, to, now, wicker. to now one dog. Yeah. No wicker No baskets. wicker. No wicker anywhere. Yeah. Wicker's no wicker losing left. this yeah. war. Yeah. Wicker's gone. It's a war on wicker. Yeah. Uh, he, he got two two wicker things in the first day. <laughs> gone, gone. Just destroyed him. And uh, yeah, he's huge. He is huge. But you know, he's a handsome little fella. He's fucking Maybe awesome. Maybe we'll so put far. a picture of him up on the Instagram. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, we'll stick a picture of him. I will up there. say this: I'm not a man of small hands, and I know that you know, a lot of people claim not to have small hands, but <laughs> my hand is. Uh, we don't know who you're talking about. Of average size, yes. His paw <laughs> spills out of my hand. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. bigger. Like you know, you have yeah. your you got your actual physical hand than the finger part, but like the 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 palm of my hand. Yeah, it he's, fills it up and then continues. He's big. He is big. He's a big dog. And he's a <laughs> and he's an adolescent. Yeah, he's <laughs> like a puppy, and he's so sweet, man. He really is. He's just like a giant. What's his name? His name is Shoka. It's actually Ashoka. It but is you're uh, calling him. named after the guy that brought Buddhism to India. But uh, he was a great warrior that get slaughtered a bunch of people. And yeah, right, just look it up. And right now, he's, he's not bringing much peace but to anyway, the house. Yes. That comes yeah. later. But, he's got to learn. But Ash- Ashoka is who he's named after, but we just call him Shok. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, oh, man, he's a trip. We're trying to get him used to the cat. That's the thing. That's <laughs> oh, it. And shit. it's almost a deal breaker. You know, it really oh, is. Yeah. I mean, well. but we're going to give him time. We're trying to give him time to do it. But, you know, he's been here basically for a week. Uh, well, almost a week. About five he's, days. Yeah, about five days. And um, the way he looks at the cat I don't know if he really wants to play with him or he really wants to eat him. Yeah. Uh, there's no in between. Are you no entree? Are yes. you are you a good witch or yeah. a bad witch? Yes, exactly. What are your <laughs> intentions here, dude? <laughs> or are you a stumble witch? <laughs> oh. Nice little nice plug, plug for my band there. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, stumble witch. More to come on that but, topic. Yes, definitely. But I. Uh, but yes, he is he is a stumble witch, I believe. He, he <laughs> yeah. can stumble into the good, he can stumble into <laughs> now, the bad. Let me ask you, has there been any other casualties other than Wicker? Um every toy that my other dogs had. We had chows. We had two chows that passed away last year. And we had them their whole life. Um one was fourteen, one was sixteen. One passed away on September the thirtieth. The other passed away on December the 20th. So it was like a, it was the worst Thanksgiving and Christmas I've ever had. I'm really, I mean, it was just terrible. Absolutely. Even to this day, it, I still, when I walk in, I expect to see them, you know, I mean, it's crazy. And uh, this hadn't taken that pain away from that sure. yet with sure. this dog, you know. So I still have that. And, they had a lot of toys left over. A lot of their toys, their stuffed toys. We threw a lot of them away after they passed away, but we kept a lot of them too. Yep. And because uh, they had everything, man. I mean, you know, we're talking years of stuffed animals and oh, shit. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. And so we stuffed all of them in this, and we have a giant fucking uh, storage thing on our coffee table. We put them all in there and took the door off to where they can go in there and get an animal out if they want it. Yep. Well, he <laughs> got. Every animal out of there, every one of them, they were all over the house, dude. They were everywhere. And he would sit there 
and he uh, he'd hold it in his between his paws and just uh, 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 just ripping each one of them to shreds. God. And I'm and I'm and the whole life, the whole time I'm telling my wife I'm like he's it, it, it is she he's goes, a destroyer. Well, he can he can tear them up as long as he doesn't eat the stuff. That's what she was saying, you know. Well, and I'm like, some well, of it's yeah. gonna go and, down. And then I started thinking. I started was like, yeah, I'd rather him tear up these toys than tear up my house. Sure, you know. So yeah, if you're gonna destroy so, something, yeah, so if you're gonna destroy something, go ahead, tear all them. Hey toys man, up. if you're gonna hurl at something, <laughs> hurl in this. He has gone through. I, I shit you not, at least fifteen of those stuffed animals are gone completely. They're all I house mean, cleaning, completely man. Completely gone by and, way um, of destroying your house. But yeah. And you know? he'll get the cat toy. This is the funniest thing. This is it. I have to make a video of this and put it on YouTube or something. But he gets the cat toy. The cat, the little tiny mouse, and uh, and he's this huge dog. And he gets that little tiny mouse in his mouth, and he'll throw it up in the air. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like going all crazy and, and trying to catch it and shit when it comes like that. It's insane. It looks like a twenty year old at an EDM it, show. It is. It's funny. Are you sure there's not Molly in that yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think catnip is just Molly. Way yeah. to name your dog after some big time Buddhist for that to be the most ironic name in well, the fucking world. Well, you know, this world. is what's crazy is they're supposed to be, uh, what is what was the words my wife, peaceful, docile. Uh, no, no, not docile. They're supposed to be uh, peaceful energy or something, something like that. Like they're supposed to be energetic, but it's supposed to be in a peaceful way. Foiled again, you know hippie. I mean? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, he's... he's got a little ways to go to see how that pans he's out. He's definitely got a lot of energy. There's no doubt about that. Holy snikes. All right on. Well, <laughs> we still have... Uh, we still have one more exercise to do uh, with Shoka, and that is introduce him to my dog, Buddy. Yes, that we have not yet, done that yet. That is yet to take place. I wanted to make sure that, <laughs> uh, A, he's stuck. Interesting. And... Um, and so that's coming this weekend, probably tomorrow. So I have a pit bull. I guess you can call it a rescue. It's actually the guy who helped Arona out with his employment status. Mm. Uh, his brother was, owned the dog that I have now. And their situations uh, fell into a, a, a certain matter to where they couldn't keep them. And uh, I, much like Doug, had recently just lost a dog, a black lab that I had since she was a itty-bitty little thing all through college. Miss Dolly Bear, and uh, I was—I didn't know I was in the market to have a pet because you never know how it goes after you no. lose one. Like, especially if you've got a wife. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I might learn that one day. Yeah. But you never know how it goes as far as if how receptive you are if you're ever going to get back into the pet, uh, you know, not industry, but into being having a pet again. So much of you doesn't ever want to experience that again. But then again. You, you're still you you want that companionship lo and behold just a few months my time is much shorter than yours my window is all right very brief mm. two months uh the opportunity came up and was buddy was on the uh on the proverbial chopping block and i said fuck that went and scooped him up been, been my buddy for the past two and a half years and he's a killer dog oh, and he's he's an old chum yes. he's an old chap uh, actual age unknown. Uh, I would I, say ten to twelve. Well, supposedly, uh, when I got him, he was twelve. <laughs> he was already twelve, and I've had him two and a half years. Wow! So he could be fourteen. Huh? Yeah, and given the gray in his face yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that, I mean, it's possible. But he's yeah. a little pit bull. He's a little brindle, and uh, he's a badass. Yeah. But yeah. I think he's gotten used to being the only dog on the block. 
because the day that Shoka came home, see, the way that I have my house set up is uh, it's a bachelor pad, which means it's totally fucking awesome and not cheesy at all. But anyway. Yeah, you know. very sparse. Yeah, so <laughs> because I've always had a dog since I've lived in this house, uh, all my windows go down to the floor and I'm, I got tired really early on of having my blinds destroyed by my dog wanting to poke her big fat dumb head out the window to see what's happening. So I keep all my blinds raised about a foot, that first window pane. Yep. And so now my windows are just nothing but nose prints. But that's what At all the dogs, they, they, yeah, yeah. It, it keeps them from, again, I put up with nose prints so they don't destroy my house. <laughs> you put up with uh, old toys getting destroyed so they don't go for the couch. Long story short, Buddy, my dog Buddy, saw Shoka arriving, and I, I, I don't know if that was a positive reaction on Buddy's behalf. He was, he was excited, um, <laughs> <laughs> like when Shoka sees the cat. Good God, he ran twenty five laps yeah, uh, yeah, around the around the house, just being like, "Dad, do you see that? What is that? What the hell is that?" So he he seems very excited to meet him. But uh, anyway, that's a that's another story for another time, and that is the week that was of rants. Yeah, and uh, so we'll 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 bring that in um, anytime that there's some shit goings on with uh, with us. And right now, <laughs> there seems to be a little bit happening. Yes, mm, quite a few things. It it's seems. a dog and pony show, if you would. Yes, it mm. is. So. I guess this week, uh, there's a few things going down, a few things happening, but before we get into that, I mentioned it earlier, kind of haphazardly. Um, Today is September 11th, and just real quick, I think it's almost like you you, you are, if it's September 11th and and you're talking into a microphone for other people to hear... You almost have to kind of give your September 11th story. Yeah, you're obligated. Yeah, now this time next year, if we're still doing this podcast, we're not going to do that. This no. is the obligatory, where were you? Where were you? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> so long story short, because here's the thing. It's, I, I remember back when it happened, I remember, I'm pretty sure it was my mom that said, and this was days afterwards, but she said something to the effect of, this is your John F. Kennedy. Like the, because growing up, everybody of my parents' generation, everybody could immediately recall where they were when they found out that Kennedy, Kennedy died. got shot. Yeah. 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 And, I wasn't around for that one either. And so it didn't, and I don't know if there were other things after Kennedy that was on the same level. Um, Probably not. No. I, I can't think of. I can't think of anything in my life like 9-11. I mean, the Oklahoma yeah, City bombing nothing. is the only other thing that I can recall. The Oklahoma City bombing, this is interesting about what you say about that, because I watched that on on CNN with the with the volume down Yeah, for probably 15 minutes mm-hmm. before I realized it was in the United States. No shit. In a bar. Yeah. I was in a bar, and I was sitting there watching it, and... um. And it was so far away that I couldn't see the writing. Yeah, that was the tag letters, you know, and stuff, or 
you know, that were on the screen. Yeah. But I sat there and watched it, and I was sitting at the bar drinking it, drinking a soda. You know, we were getting ready to load in, and uh, I'll never. You, you I'll were never with your band, that. getting ready to play a gig. Yeah, we were getting ready to play a gig. That that, that was that during the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah. And the guy that was working at the bar, someone said something to him, and the guy behind the counter said, "That's Oklahoma City," to the other guy, and I was like, "What?" That's Oklahoma City, and I was like, "Dude, turn the volume up," you know. And and so I started. We started watching. I was that was that was crazy. The Oklahoma City was crazy. But yeah, let's get back to nine eleven since it yeah, is nine yeah. eleven. But yeah, that 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 just when you said Oklahoma City, it just that, that was that was a really weird moment for me. But oh, I remember yeah. the Oklahoma City bombing thing. I was in uh, my seventh grade history class, and that was. You know, that was obviously the mid-90s. That was right when TVs being in classrooms were a thing. And uh, it was like the first or second year that we actually had cable in the classrooms. And uh, this was before you had like cell phone alerts. You know, I, I think somehow news hit the front office and then made its way down. And we he turned on the TV. And at that time, he was like, kids, watch. This is, this is history. Right, right. And it was. But it. And at the time, it was like, holy fuck. But it doesn't even fucking compare to how my morning of September 11th went down. I'll always remember yeah. it was a Tuesday. Arona and I were in college. We were in the same year. It was our sophomore year. I was sound asleep in my dorm. Uh, I was living on campus. And this was back before. I don't even think I had a cell phone yet, which was not normal. Most people had cell phones at that time. I understand that. But... I didn't see the need, so I didn't have one. So, but we did have landlines in the dorm with an answering machine. Google that shit, youngins. And so I'm asleep. Phone's ringing. Our phone never rings. I sleep right through it. Imagine that. I, I don't wake up too easily. But anyway, I wake up to the sound of my mom hysterically leaving me a voice or a an answering machine message. Because the way that those worked, kids, is the answering machine would get triggered. It would have the, <laughs> hey, this is so-and-so, leave a message. The greeting. And then it would beep. And then whoever was leaving a message was broadcast for anyone in the room to hear. Right. It, it, privacy was, you know. <laughs> Unless you turned the volume down. Yeah. You could do that. but So I wake up to my mom basically through my loudspeaker, uh, <laughs> the OG uh, speakerphone, Hysterically crying, saying, you know, Jim, wake up. The, we're at war. Just already to that point. And this was after the first plane hit the first tower. Nothing else had happened yet. But she, I said this a couple episodes ago. My parents were in law enforcement. She was in the basement. Uh, they were kind of under evacuation protocol uh, at our local courthouse. Because they had, you know, information immediately, blah, 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 blah. Right. And so she was hearing information that uh, they weren't really talking about on the news as far as potential threats and uh, different measures that they might have to take depending on if this thing ends up being a nationwide ordeal. Yeah. She was also talking to my stepdad, who I won't get into specifics, but let's just say he was way more um, directly involved in making plans for if that did happen. So she was freaked the fuck out by the time she got to me. But she called me 
almost immediately because I had enough time to get the sleep out of my eyes, try to f- decipher what in the fuck was happening. Because all across the eastern seaboard, it was a beautiful day that day. Be- perfect weather, sunny. It's going to be a good day. Kids were going to class. I was probably sleeping through my first one, didn't care. And and then it just was like fucking just shattered. Here's mom freaking out. That'll get your attention. For sure. So pick up the phone. She explains it. I don't, I still, because I'm not seeing it, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I was like, ah, it's probably a prop plane. Mom, you're overreacting, which is what moms are known to do. And so I hang up with her and she was just like, okay, okay, I got to, I got to get my shit together. And so I wake up my roommates and I'm like, hey guys, y'all hear anything? And they're like, what are you doing? Nobody knew shit. I go, I had to go downstairs into our, uh, our common area, our common area where the, the TV was. It's funny. We had TVs in middle school, but <laughs> when I get to college, you got to go to one concentrated room with the one TV that has cable. Anyway, that's where, that's why they get the big bucks. So we go down and CNN's on and I'm sitting there watching it in disbelief. Like what is happening? How did a little plane make that much fucking damage? And as I'm watching it, second plane comes in. I see that live. Yeah. I did yeah. too. And then I was like, oh, I totally understand why my mom is freaking out. My situation was very similar. Mm-hmm. Kind of. <laughs> so real quick, I'll just round it up. Rest of the day, classes canceled. Everybody kind of evacuated off campus. Every, you know, Nobody knew what the fuck was happening. Yeah. And as college kids are apt to do, especially at a Southern Georgia university, we just turned it into a party. And everybody, well, not really a party. Was, yeah. I would say everybody just went over to their friends' houses, got really baked, and just kind of freaked out quietly. Yeah. It was very somber. I do remember. Yeah. yeah. No, when I say party, that I just mean uh, no responsibilities. Yeah. Just kind of hanging out and trying to make sense of the, the situation. But anyway, that that's mine. Yeah, mine, mine was very similar. Mine, yeah. mine. This, I'll never forget it because that was the day. That was the day. This this country changed a way that day that makes this is what makes me afraid of twenty, twenty two, twenty three year old kids now. That what what happened that day <clears throat> changed everything. And dude, I got the same thing. I got a call, singer of my band, vocalist in the band. He called me in the morning. I was getting ready to go to work. <clears throat> never, never used to turn the TV on before I went to work, you know. No. And uh, I was just, I just got out of the shower. Telephone rings. Pick up the phone. He's like, "Dude, a plane just hit the World Trade Center." Now his mom worked in the World Trade Center. Shit. Um, lived in New York and worked at the World Trade Center. And um, he calls me. He says, a plane just hit the World Trade Center. Uh, I'm trying to find out about my mom. And um, and he said, no lines. I, there's no lines to New York right now. Yeah. <coughs> now, this, is after the, this is after the first plane hit. Mm. Um, so, and I was like, dude, what the fuck? He said, man, turn on TV. And so I turn on TV. Same shit, dude. I'm sitting there watching the first building burn. And it it was fucking surreal, dude. It was surreal. That's the only word I can use to describe it. And yeah. watching that second jet fly right into the fucking building, it, it, it there's there's nothing that can prepare your mind for that shit. Well, uh, waking up in the morning and seeing that shit up on to TV. that point, we were always under the impression there's no possible way that oh, anybody's yeah, going to attack us yeah. on our own soil. Yeah, it's because oceans keep us safe. Well, That's not, what only, they used to say, not only that. 
when I watch the second plane come in, my first reaction is, oh, this is on a loop. Like yeah. this is something that's already happened. It didn't register that when that when that plane came into the field of view that I was watching it live. Oh, I knew I was watching it live because I had been sitting there watching a live picture for 15 minutes of the second tower burning. Yeah. And when that second plane came in and hit, I was like, oh, my God, I think that- we are under attack. That was yeah. when the first plane hit. You know, everybody was trying to say it was a small plane. I was like you. I was like, that was not a small fucking plane. That no. was a fucking jet, you know? Yeah. And, and dude, right when that second plane hit, I can't even describe that, how I felt. I can I cannot even describe that to you. Yeah. I was instantly, instantly I knew we are at war. Yep. I don't know if it's starting today yeah. or if it's down the road, but we are at war. And, uh, and it was, you know, that I, I haven't felt that in my entire life. You know, the threat of it from Russia was always there when I was a kid. Yep. Sure. But it was just the threat. It was the fear of war. Sure. When I watching that shit happen live on TV, like millions of other people that yeah. morning, you know, and the laws and everything that came after that. That's what I'm saying made the generation that's fucking in the streets of Portland right now. And this is what's so crazy about 9-11. And I would love for a 20-year-old or whatever to understand this. On September the 12th of 2001, the whole world, the entire planet Earth was with the United States. Yeah. yeah. The entire fucking planet. Now, I want you to imagine that if 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 these kids can what went through because it wasn't just Here's- Americans and it, there was People from 68 different countries that died on Here's 9/11. how I would relate it to them. Just remember what America looked like up until three days after George Floyd died and everyone was with you. Right. And then they went and overstepped their fucking boundaries right. and now we're the goddamn world's enemy. Yeah, yes. It, it was just, it's <laughs> almost, History repeats itself. It's almost the same thing. It was like the, on September 12th, this country could have gotten from the entire world anything we wanted. It could yeah. have been it could have been in peace. It could have been in deals for to to get rid of terrorism. It could have been in deals that that would have changed the entire world. Yeah. Because that moment shocked the fucking world. It wasn't just the it wasn't just us. It wasn't just us and it, it was people from fucking Cairo to fucking Beijing. Everybody was like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, it got everybody's attention for sure. Um, Arona. You and yes. I were in the same town oh, yeah. when it happened. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, real quick, Doug, I'm glad that you and I kind of have a similar, like, we saw it in the same kind of right, time and yeah. had the same reaction. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, I, I wish I was in a bar when it happened. <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> that was but Oklahoma City. <laughs> Arona, you were, you were maybe, what, half a mile from me? Uh, yeah. when this happened so we were we were not far apart but and i'm curious to hear your story i well, don't know if i've heard this fully <laughs> i was at a place known as the small i was uh at the store um at a place called uh you know long ago has bankrupt but well, sam, sam goody yeah yeah sam goody yeah. i had a free customer, customer card yeah that was a good that was a good place they knew me by first name <laughs> Well, I, I, and I think it was the only music store in the borough. No, you had uh, Fast Tracks. 
Um, oh yeah, Fast Tracks. I forgot about that place. Oh well, now we're giving away the town. Mm-hmm. Oh, but anyway, there were there were a couple others. But uh, anyway, yeah, go ahead. Well, and I w- was a System of a Down fan from their first album, so I was there ironically to pick up Toxicity, and so. Uh, you know, I think the store opens at nine o'clock. You were and- all there to pick up toxicity. And my mom's like, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. There's towers here hitting buildings. Once you wake up, oh, and I was like, God damn, geez. mom. No bootlegs. I'm going to buy the real thing. <laughs> think about the ones we got to take up. <laughs> I got there super early because I was super, super excited. It's like 830. And uh, this guy comes tearing down the hallway from there's a, there's a barbecue place in the mall called Vandy's. I'm starting to get a uh, a little uh, trend here. Yeah. I really like some barbecue. Oh, love it. And um, barbecue so, love. <laughs> yeah, I'm plugging so many places this episode. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I don't even know this if Vandy's still sponsorship falling out of your pockets. Yeah, exactly. To get fed. Yeah, no shit. Um, so yeah, either way, the guy comes ripping out, uh, from the hallway yelling, we're under attack, we're under attack. And you know, he runs up to me. He's like, dude, we're under attack. I'm like, dude, you're full of shit. You know, here's the, here's the interesting thing. Sorry to jump in, but this is still technically pre nine 11. So no one took that shit seriously. No, you yell that shit. Now everyone's in the fucking deck or running out. Yeah, or, or pulling their concealed weapons and yeah. start blasting. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably the more likely. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but anyway, well, and so you know, I I call him on it, just being like, "You're you're full of shit, dude. That would never happen." And he's like, "Come with me. You will see. Come with uh, me, little yeah, boy. Yeah, and I will show you. Follow me." And so. <laughs> Just behind this curtain. I, and I'm not sure on this, but I think it was right when the second plane hit. And so, because we're walking up, they're showing clips of the first plane. Or I don't even know if they had them by that time, but no. I mean, they were showing clips some. Clips of the first plane came way later when yeah, that, that documentary was, yeah, that was crew like the end was on of the, the ground. Day. Yeah. It was so, like yeah, the end of the day. So at that point, uh, they were just showing the building on fire and whatnot, the aftermath. And so it's right at that moment, the second plane hits Mm -hmm. and I just remember going, holy fucking shit. So I jump on my cell phone and I call my dad who at this moment is in Arizona. So about five o'clock in the morning, I I've woken him up and you know, my dad it's just like, Ryan, why the hell are you waking me up? I'm like, turn on the fucking news. Turn it on. Turn it on. Turn it on right now. And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, Dad, you really turn it on right this moment while I'm on the phone. And he turns on and he goes, I'm going to have to call you back. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No, I, I, I recall just, you know, it's it's that sinking moment where you know that nothing is ever going to be the same yeah, again. Yeah, that's it. That was I exactly got that. It. I got that. Yeah. I mean, because I I also had friends that were, uh, you know, I was in college. We were, you know, in our sophomore year. Yeah. My buddies that I had from high school, uh, you know, a handful of them went into the military. One of them I, was in the Marines. He and he was a career Marine. He went in with the idea of this is going to be my life, and I I immediately started crying because i knew 
that my buddy Daniel was going to war. Yeah. And I did not want that. The way I look at that is our security was violated. Yeah. That was a terrifying thought. It was to everybody. Yeah. You know, because it's just like, you know, it's just like they said, oceans keep us safe and all that kind of shit. This was just... It was, it was insane, man. I'll never forget that. I mean, you know that everybody always puts up the never forget shit. You don't have to do that for me. No. You don't have to remind yeah. me every year. I, think for I don't me, need to see people jumping out of the fucking World Trade Center every year. I think for oh, any- Jesus. No, that was horrible. That was It was terrible, man. And I, Yeah, there's... Uh, there's We've all seen the footage, yes. and we're all, we're all up to speed on, right. on, on sure. all that. I think that anybody that what what, do you, what age do you think is a cutoff before people just don't really have that connection to I, it i, I would think say any, probably I, 25 uh 20 well i mean i'm sure a no. six-year-old might have i think you would have yeah. to be in middle or high school to be able to actually have a memory of, like, oh to, to actually have it yeah like what age now i'm saying like oh 30. yeah no you'd have to be 30 yeah yeah, yeah I, I think 30. anybody under 30 right now yeah. doesn't have that level of impact right or, or the actual feeling of what it felt like yeah. correct yeah correct yeah that's was, true there yeah. was shit that happened when i was a kid you know reagan getting shot and all this other shit yeah don't don't yeah. have it right in my yeah. lexicon. See, I, I still think that they still have the impact but they can't identify it they don't know where that came from whereas right. we are brutally aware we'll see of that's where why that, that's why i yeah. say the 20 to 25 year olds scare me because they grew up in the aftermath of all of the laws and the decisions and the hate and the, well, just the everything overall, that overall, happened after 9-11. Just the overall post-9-11 world. Right. Which was, none of us grew up exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. It was completely the innocence, it, and the, is completely the, the different. The innocence of, of for, for Rona and I being a child of the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, me too. Same the, shit. The biggest, the biggest thing they got ripped away that day was our quote unquote innocence. Yes, you know the ability to kind of live within a yeah. bubble. Yeah, your security. Yeah, your security. And, and feel that like God immediately after that, and ever since then, you know, I look back on the '90s and I'm just, I'm so like swooned with oh, such a simpler time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, even 2000. It was just like there wasn't a care in the fucking world. Yeah, September tenth. Nobody. Mm. It, it was September tenth was just a day. Yeah, and yeah. September eleventh was. I, I mean, it, it. It to put it this way, September twelfth was vastly different than September the tenth, mm. and so that tells you how much it changed in one fucking day. Yeah, and we're talking globally. Like I said, this isn't just locally. This, this wasn't just. The United States. Yeah. This was felt around the globe. Well, if you want to go back and listen to some, you know, radio that really kind of illustrates what this was, the Howard Stern show in New York at the time oh, yeah. is uh, broadcasting and they're doing a play by play. This is a show that, yeah, they bring up current events, but usually it's very tongue in cheek. This is a moment where. Even that program's like, stop the presses. Well, it affected s- yeah. everybody. Exactly. Same, same thing, you know, bringing it back local here to Atlanta. You know, we had the biggest show that was in the Howard Stern universe, the regular guys. Yeah. They were on air when this happened. And they were a 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. show. And they went on and they stayed on till like 2 or 3 or 4 p.m. And uh, they basically just pulled commercials. They stopped them and just said, mics are hot. 
do it. You know what the eeriest thing that I remember from that whole time was? Is is where we lived. We had actually just bought a house. We bought a house in 99. And we were in the flight path of uh, Hartsfield. Yeah. And I used to lay in my backyard. And I mean, you know, we were far enough away where they were real high up, you know. Sure. But I would lay in my backyard every night and watch the planes. Watch the planes mm. coming into pattern, you know. Watch and the there patterns were coming no in. no planes. For eight or nine days. Not yeah. one plane. And then I remember the day. I remember that it was more than a week later. I remember when I saw my first plane in the sky, yeah. and I was like, "Wow, it's a it's an airplane!" It was that is the that was the creepiest thing, man. Well, and also is, remember what time of year we're in right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. traditionally you have baseball that's yeah. on their Everything. playoff push. Yep, football is starting. Everything kind of got a little funky there. They didn't really know how to. React, should we have games? Should we yeah. not have games? Yep. And that kind of is quasi similar to right now. What's right. going on right yeah. now? Exactly. You know, leading up to, uh, well, now, as far as this year goes, a lot of things are up in the air as far as is there going to be, you know, public gatherings? Obviously, that the answer to that is uh, kind of. But is there going to be sports? And they've slowly trickled back in and with a lot of pomp and circumstance and a lot of bravado and over arcing uh uh now after 9-11 you had outfield size flags and everybody was unified and everybody was fucking yeah, yeah. america and all this shit and, and now the military the military yeah. saw insane amounts of people joining oh, the military shit. Yeah. yeah so Did- the the and and pacifists joining the military and the 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 difference from 9-11 to today is you had unity back then right around a common cause exactly unless you were a muslim around sports i don't know how many muslims were you know cheering on the cleveland browns but they were definitely getting shit on yeah for sure uh, they were uh, they were Odell Beckham uh, before Odell Beckham was a thing. Well, I remember on Georgia Southern campus that, you know, people, if, you know, you were wearing a hijab or any of those garments, yeah, that's when uh, the you real, were getting beat the, down. Like I said, that's when the real hate started. Yeah, for sure. It was after 9-11, because I remember, oh, this, I, I remember the guy, the Budweiser beer guy, you, you remember that? That that jumped over the counter and the, at the QT and beat the shit out of the guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I don't say recall QT? this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, but you you don't remember that? No. Yeah. No. yeah I remember but, hearing uh, stories, but I was like a Budweiser beer distributor. Yeah. Um. That was real. Yeah. This was right after 9/11. This was. A, I mean, it wasn't long after it at all. Um. Got into an argument with a dude with a. A Middle Eastern guy. We don't know if he was a Muslim or not. He was sure. just brown. He was just brown at the wrong yeah. time, and um, and that was that's where it started, man. That's where all the hate, well, hate shit started. Well, I'm, trying trying to connect two points here. You had unity in athletics right. during the national anthem, yes. very patriotic. Mm-hmm. Yes, you had you had all that unity back in two thousand one when sports came back, uh, and everybody was unified. And everyone was excited. Last night, football, at least in the NFL, had their first game, their season opener. Nope. First season in my lifetime that I can recall, no preseason, mm-hmm. just straight into the season. And you know what? 
that's how it should fucking be, in my opinion. Figure out who's going to make the cuts in sure. a different way. Fuck preseason. Just have scrimmages. Stop wasting our time with that. Anyway, yeah. so regular season game one NFL comes on last night. Thursday night football in Kansas City. It's the Kansas City Chiefs world champs. Uh, they got to unfail their banner, if that's a word. I think I heard it said that way once. We like to make things up here. Against the <laughs> the Houston Texans. And it was the NFL's first step out into the world stage since the pandemic and the uprisings and protests. And as most would expect, the first 15 minutes, if not 30 minutes, were just overflowing, pandering bullshit. Oh, yeah. And if you want the actual information on it, it was a lot of these commercials. Like, there's an Adidas commercial with Patrick Mahomes basically saying Black Lives Matter is the best thing ever. And, you know, they had uh, end racism painted in the end zone. And they had the national anthem. They had the black national anthem, which why are there two different national anthems? Oh, you just want to keep the division. Apparently, the crowd, because they actually allowed a crowd in. I you know, here in Atlanta, there's not, there's no crowd allowed for the first few yeah, games. Only, yeah. two, only two places. They said Miami and KC. Well, son of a bitch. Yeah, that's the only two places. Miami's doing it. At, so, least, for, so at least for right now. So Kansas yeah. City was one of the places, obviously, that did have uh, an audience in the stands. And it was enough of an audience to hear cheers and booze. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 22% capacity. And I started seeing on Twitter as the game was going live that uh, the NFL pulled a WWE <laughs> and started muting the crowd when they weren't getting the response that they wanted. It's because they were booing. They were booing the fuck out of the Black National yes. Anthem and this whole unity and diversity and accept your racism right. shit. Right. And I didn't notice that part because I guess they muted it and we weren't fully watching it. Uh, sure. Arona, but well, we I brought watched. up, you heard me. I go, were they just booing? Well, that was a different part. Uh. The part that I'm talking about that we didn't notice was okay. the part that they're claiming that they muted. Now, when the cameras were on the field, because that was all like B-roll stuff, and right. but they still had live mics in the, right, in the, in on the, the stadium. Right. That, they muted that shit so you didn't hear it at home. When it got to the point where the cameras were live in the stadium and they had the two teams join, you know, lock arms on the, and, and, uh, you know, the 50-yard line or whatever down midfield, they, they were, the whole 17,000 or however many they were allowing in the stadium we're booing their fucking balls off, and you could hear that shit. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I sent out that uh, the article about it uh, today to y'all, and I was like, you know, at some point, they're going to have to realize that not everyone's on board. Well, I saw and, it uh, during the game last night. Well, when, yeah. I was, when I was watching the game, uh, it was probably right after halftime, I guess. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the third quarter, I was looking at my phone, looking at stories, and it was a breaking, breaking story. Uh, NFL, you know, fans boo NFL. And I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, what? And I'm looking at it, you know, and yeah, yeah. They, uh, obviously, they booed well, through the whole shit. See, through it, all of it. For yeah. me, they it, weren't having it. Yeah. For me, it would have been one thing, you know, if there was no lead up, there was no ramp up with all this, they, there wasn't a whole crap ton of stuff being thrown in people's faces. If it had just been. You know, a group unifying on the field, having a moment of silence, that would have been one thing. But this is a thing that fans come to 
for literal escapism. We don't want to think about all the other shit going on. And they are ramming all this stuff down everyone's throat. And it's like, dude, we got it. We've already been hearing this shit. And, you know, we always we've we've, uh, you know, referenced the fact that I, I lean liberal, but I want to be clear. I, I'm, I'm running very centrist lib- liberal at this point because liberals are pissing me off because they jump right on the fans going, well, if you're booing, you must be racist. <laughs> and it's like, no, I want this shit to stop overlapping with the stuff that I went to to not think about anything else. It's like, it's fine if you want to stand on a platform, use your own time during interviews to do that. Don't throw it in my face during the time that I'm trying to have a beer and watch teams beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. It's mock battle. That's, yeah. that's what athletics and, uh, is. So here's a couple things. Uh, you know, what they were booing was what the NFL called the moment of silence dedicated to the ongoing fight for equality in our country. And it's just interesting using the stage of, uh, I don't know, a couple hundred millionaires, uh, vast majority people of color on the field, you know, standing up for equality. It's like, there's nothing the, equal this, about what's this happening is my, in this This is stadium. my question no. for, I think, I think if it's going to say end racism, there should be a question mark behind it. Because how do you end racism? You don't. No. Look, is there a white janitor in the Baltimore Ravens stadium that's sitting there going, well, the, Lamar Jackson's making millions and I'm over here wiping up puke. You know, is that racism? See how dumb all this shit is. Uh, that, that's what. That's my and that, point. And that's what the booze has gotten. And that's what the booze represented. Right. That that's not exactly everybody, what it is. That not everybody's buying into this bullshit, and they're over it. Right. And to use white, black, and brown people, all of them are over it. Reasonable all people are fucking over yes. this shit. Yeah. Yes. Put a stake in it. This this racism pandemic is over. Yes. It's dead. That, and it's it's not. It's not doing shit anymore. When except I talk, pissing people when off. When I talk to my friends about this that are of different races, uh, they uh, all of them agree with this. They think it's the dumbest shit. I mean, it. it th- and this is across multiple races. You know, I've got friends. I got black friends. I got Mexican friends. I got friends from Brazil. I got friends from all. You're over a friendly the place. guy, Doug. Yeah, and, and, guess, but uh, but yeah. I'm just saying. When I talk to each one of them about what's going on, they all look at it as stupidity, just mm-hmm. stupid shit. And it's all the crazy youth from the 9-11 generation. Well, yeah. it's not even it's, that. It's also a lot of older fucks that well, are pushing this it's, bullshit. It's them here's manipulating an, them. Here's an example. That's what it is. In this article that I sent from uh, westernjournal.com, this will be in our show notes, uh, it, ha- it has some tweets included from the NFL and from some other people uh, that were coming out during the time of this booing uh, escapade. This is one from one Diana Hussein. Ooh, interesting. Should probably look into that. Um, <laughs> and she writes, Kansas City fans booing the moment of silence and then intensely doing that, quote, tomahawk chop is just a chef's kiss way uh, to remind us of who the NFL is and how we can't expect a fraction of what we got from the NBA. Because apparently the NBA is the only one that's doing it right by 
pandering to this social wokeness. But they're still not doing it right. There's people no. that are criticizing the NBA for what they're doing. Look, the liberal, you cannot be liberal enough for even the staunchest fucking liberal. No. You, and and Lib- they're not even liberal, liberal enough for themselves. Liberal is a self-defeating ideology. I'm just going to say that. Now, real quick, going at, staying in, in the pocket of sports and wokeism, you know, there was also an article that came out a little while back. I think it was the end of, the end of August, um, where the CEO of the Dallas Stars came out. That's a hockey team. Yes, we change sports on you. That's what we do here. Came out and basically said, uh, "This this is a, an update from a local uh, affiliate that covers the Stars, and it says just in Brad Alberts, the CEO of the NHL's Dallas Stars, said that his team is losing a growing number of season ticket holders over the team's vocal support of Black Lives Matter. It's working." They will soon see the damage they are causing by supporting Marxism. Bye-bye. Um, what I'm saying is that whole idea of go woke, get broke. Mm. Um, it, it's a real thing because think about where you're hearing all of this push for equality and social justice and all this, no matter what you do, you're racist. Uh, there's videos going around of overweight black women saying that all white people are racist inherently. There's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. People know who they are. They don't need to be told who they are by someone who doesn't know them. And they don't need to just be demonized based on something as stupid as the color of their skin. This The, the fact that we got to this point, kind of keeping in the same conversation of how looking back before 9-11, how we we've looked fondly that it was such a, you know, Oh my God. I just look at the nineties as, Oh, just the, the, the most perfect decade. Mm-hmm. I look at the same thing. Pre Trayvon Martin racism and race relations in this country. And I'm talking about from a real world day to day life experience level was good. Great. Non-existent. The number of times that there were racist conflicts and clashes, if it was happening, it was definitely not mainstream media always in your face. We went from race was not the leading thing in any story to now race is the only story. That's the only thing that matters. It's basically in the media. Look. This is all, we're we're just shields in the fucking game. Dude, like, like that stupid story. That uh, about it's racist to own a. If you're a white person, if you're a white person, it's you're a racist if you own a dog. Yeah. If you I, a, now this if article, you own a dog is racist. That is the yeah, dumbest shit. Yeah. That is that is the fucking epitome of stupidity. And, that and, is the epitome of it. And this article, by the way, that uh, I shared, the, that yeah. I literally shared, only because I thought this is so dumb it has to be satire. I didn't even read it. I was like, Not oh, you guys got to get all a load of this dumb satire. Shit. <laughs> no, it, it, the guy was totally serious, and he's white as a fucking snowflake. Uh, I mean, and now. Uh, this is where I'm going to run with this because it's straight off of that. The people we're talking about here are generally a very low percentage of individuals. There's snowflake SJW just totally, you know, if you say anything derogatory about anyone, then you're a fucking asshole. And, and you need to be 
canceled. Yeah. Ex- oh, yeah, definitely. There's no forgiveness anymore. There's no, you know, trying to talk to people and see a different way. It's all now. If you have a different point of view, you should and be it's, fired. And, yeah. And if it's not woke, then we will not allow you to speak. Now, hear that again. For all you people afraid that we're going to turn into China. Hey, Aruna, we, say yeah. it louder for the people in the back. I think that's a thing. I think I'm supposed to clap. Like, hold on. Say it. Hold on. Say no it idea. louder. For um, I see, I can't. I can't even be. I can't even be one. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know I, what that means. Well, I, you know, all I'm saying is there's a you know section of people that, and it's only a small, minute percentage that are this annoyingly woke. And, I, you know, it, it, I had a point. I'm running off the point because I'm frustrated as all hell with this. You know, I support you up to a point. If you feel there needs to be equality, great. If you don't feel that it's here, great. Let's talk about it. But as soon as you start censoring people from having a different ideological slant on the issue, you are no better. And I repeat this. You are no better than the Chinese. Yeah. Well, here's the no, thing. Here's the thing. And this is where I'll end this. This, And this, I mean Chinese government, by the, the way. This this whole chunk that uh, we've stumbled into, or I didn't really stumble. I directly went headfirst into it yes, you yeah. did. on purpose. And I'll do it again. You fucker. Just watch me. I'll do it again, I tell you. But to, to, <sighs> to end this portion, just ask yourself, and this is rhetorical because we all know the answer. With all this quest for racial justice and equality, which is all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Just ask yourself. Are there more racists? And I mean legit racist. I'm not talking about this social justice woke bullshit. Are there more or less racist today after the, as a response to this movement? Are you making the world a better place by what you're doing and what you're, no. what you're questing, you know, what you're requesting or really demanding? Um, is the net result more peace and harmony and, and if the obvious answer is no, I got to start asking, is is your goal to not lead to peace and harmony? Exactly. Yeah. That's the program. Yeah. That's the dude. We're we're in the fucking matrix, bro. I mean, <laughs> it's- Time to get red yeah. pill, yeah. motherfuckers. It, it is. Yeah. You want red pill or, blue, or the green pill? Blue pill? Green pill? Well, blue, yeah. it, red pill, blue pill. Red pill, and, blue and, pill. Okay. and that's the whole, oh, that dude's blue pilled. It doesn't mean, oh, he's a lefty. Yeah. yeah. No, traditionally, right now it does. No. Because yeah. lefties are just closing their eyes saying, world's bad. There's bad things outside. Don't okay, want to watch. Again, it is not all lefties. It, is, it ain't coming from the right. That's no, all I'm saying. And, and, uh, no, 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 of, no, 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 no. That's not my point. That's not my point. I'm saying that it's such a, it's the portion of liberals that are talking the loudest, which is a small percentage of liberals. Most of my friends that are also liberals think that this is absolutely fucking wacky, stupid shit. And that's where I'm saying, yes, yes, let's let's destroy these fucking uh, just absolute waste of society. Dude, it's, it's yeah. If, 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 if we can... If we can unify around anything, the new terrorists are the extreme left. Whatever. No, no. The new terrorists are the biggest fucking corporations. That Look, it's, that, that's what it is. It's, it comes down to whichever side's got the most money at the time. 
That's the agenda that's going to be pushed They're through. They're funding the and terrorists. So, the yeah, terrorists yeah, are the so, far left so extremists you, so out on the street about, doing the shit. Think about, think about the richest people in the United States right now. Think about that. Just think about who has more money than anybody else in the United States. That would be Bezos. It would be, you know, Bill Gates. It would be Elon Musk. It would be all of these people that have a certain view of how things should be. And they have all the influence of the networks, of the government. Uh, it, the only... Like Elon Musk swamp. wants all this shit to end. It all end. goes back to the swamp. It all goes, it yeah. all goes right He's back. He's against all this. What I'm saying is, is anyone who has the money that those guys have sure. and the influence that those guys have, they can push. It, 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 the more money you have, the more influence you can push. And the more money you give fucking networks that run the shit, CNN, Fox, fucking MSNBC, the more money that they can make, uh, and and obviously the money that they can make right now is in pushing for division. That's the money that they make. And Fox is doing the same shit. Now, you know, look, both sides, we're being played to the fucking middle. Uh, Basically, what what, what this whole shit is about is... Whichever side can try to make the public do things to the other side to make make things change. In other words, they can't do it themselves. They can't make the change and all of the shit that they claim they can do. All the politicians can't do that. But what can do that is when you can influence the public to go against itself to get a fucking solution out of it. Yeah, manipulating yeah. The, yeah, manipulating the actual people of the of the fucking country and the globe for that matter. Yes. Yes. To yes, whatever yes, you, yes, yes all you that. Want. Yes all that. And and yes and uh my problem is with the people that are paying attention to those people as though they should be listened to, so they're those welcome to the American voter. So uh, I mean, so that, the, the the people that are in power and the people with the money and the globalists yeah, and yeah, all this, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 yeah, globalists are going to globalist, uh, media moguls are going to media mogul. That's never going to change. And I I can rail against them for the evil shit that they are trying to do, and that's fine. What I'm doing now is I'm saying. Wake the fuck up, people, because mm-hmm. that is the thing. So yes. as long as people aren't reacting and buying into this bullshit, they stop. Right. Yeah. They have nothing they have no reason to do it anymore. Stop feeding the trolls. That's why you need to tell your friends about this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So we can get huge <laughs> and people can hear our message. Yeah. And well, all I was saying earlier, Rona, is mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. This is a liberal supported thing. If anything, I applaud you for your stance in this being, uh, you know, being a liberal saying this ain't uh, this, this ain't it, bro. Mm. All I was saying, you're, you're seeing this coming from a very specific point right. and it happens to be on the side right. that ain't the right. 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 Sure. That's all I'm saying. Yes. 
And more people well, on the left calling it out is a very, very good thing. More people yeah. waking up, more people booing shit like this yes. at the beginning of football yes. games, and more more people turning in their season tickets to to athletic events that are sponsoring this bullshit and feeding this yeah. well, is it, the good thing. It's, yes. it's yes. like yeah. what you said earlier. This is all encouraging the propagation of more racism you are encouraging this and the problem there is that you don't have sensible people anymore talk speaking up and here's the funny thing i mean i'm not gonna talk for you know people of color because of course i'm not one and i have not gone out on the street and you well, know now you're not one you were yeah. a couple months ago yeah. 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 if, you, if you're wondering what we're talking about go back and listen to episode two <laughs> yes. dirty jeans dirty, dirty jeans. Hey, uh, as far as i know hispanic is not still considered person of color oh shit but, try and tell one of them that. <laughs> hey no we have our own issues and, uh, and on, I'm a per- not- on a personal note uh, this is Doug, by the way. That is that is my favorite podcast that we've done so far. <laughs> well, you know, my whole thing about that, though, is I haven't gone out on the street. I've not taken a poll of people of color, but I have seen plenty of videos of people of color talking about this going. This is some mad bullshit. Not only that, it's I've seen at least a few people say Do you not understand that we're not standing for equality? We're at this point asking people of color to be victims, to not actually look at the actual problems. They they now want you to blame everything on everyone else so that you don't take responsibility and then we can allow ourselves to play victim. I mean, that's a very important point that's not being brought up. Yeah, enough. yeah, and I agree with that. That's uh, you, look, if you for self worth or um to have any pride or dignity or purpose or purpose, yeah, in, in yourself, yeah, that is that is a that's the American way. That's the dream. Yeah. That's to, to carve it, your own path. Exactly. That's the dream. And what's happened is just like you said, all these people, they feel like that they can't, that they're oppressed in some way or that they can't get ahead because of their situation or whatever, how, whatever it is. And they band together and they want sympathy and, and they want empathy uh, from people who get out and bust their ass every day to try to make things happen, yeah, and and that is the oil and water right there. That's the that's where the whole thing goes askew. Is when people when you when people don't have any kind of drive or ambition to get to the next level. When that when you grow up in a situation where you feel like. There is no way to get to that next level. That's what has to end. That's what has to go away. Well, they've put their ideology down to a bumper sticker level now. And what it is, is I'm not responsible for any bad thing happening to me. And the only reason why you have anything good happening to you is because you're privileged. What they're doing is they're taking merit all the way out. Right. You didn't earn anything good. You just got it because of your skin color. Right. 
and I didn't deserve anything negative to happen to me ever, but it's only happening to me because of my skin color. And that's why- And that is the most- Holy fucking shit! Go walk out into the ocean with a with a fucking center block. And that is around why, and we've said this before. That is why in the South you don't see the shit that's going on in Portland. No. You don't see the shit that's going on in in Seattle. You don't see that in the South because in the South. We've already worked this shit out. <laughs> yeah. you know? That's what we, I'm saying. We, we, had it, a, we had it pretty well and, and up. went through a lot. It, we, we went through a lot of shit in the South to work this shit out. Yeah. And for, for people, and I take it personally when people start trying to roll shit back. Yeah, I mean, I take it as a personal affront. It's like, to, yeah. to, you motherfuckers to don't know what the, of the fuck you're doing. all of the progress that has been made in my lifetime. You know, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it sure. with my own eyes. And everything that's going on is just moving that. It's just pegging it back, pegging it back, pegging it back. And this is coming from people that don't know shit about racism. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah. Uh, to uh, to y- see legit you, racism yes. and legit built in the system, yes. legal yes. racism, mm-hmm. and then to call what the fuck is happening today the same thing, go fuck yes, yourself. Yes, go fuck yourself indeed. That is not... That is not racism. No. If you you want true racism, Alabama nineteen fifties. <laughs> yeah. That's true racism. That's yeah. racism. Yeah. That's, or uh, Tulsa. Yeah. Yes. That when when that's when people thought that they were you know uh, above someone else and they would kill someone of color, mm-hmm. uh, hang them from a tree uh, to to prove that they're better than them. Yeah, that's fucking racism. Yeah. You know, at when when if you if you look at what dude and I guarantee you Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and I I, I really believe this all of those leaders would be so sad. Yeah, to see what's going on They'd right now. They'd be furious. They, yeah. Yes, yes. They'd, They'd be like, like "What be, the fuck what are y'all doing? We, what did we fucking go through?" For you to be acting this way. Well, we why gained did, all why this. Why did we fucking put our life on the line? Our fucking life. Why did yeah. we die for this? Yes. We why gained we so much for ground for you to piss on For it. you to piss on it. Exactly. And that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. They are pissing all over it. And whether they, whether people agree with me or not, I mean, like I said, you if you grew up where we grew up in the South, you would know what racism is. And I'm not saying racism doesn't exist other places. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. But when you're talking about black people and white people, the South is where it went down. We worked our shit out. We got it straight. And now you're fucking it up again. Yeah. Yeah. And you're fucking it all up. And I see it when I drive around. Even now. You're I disrupting the harmony that exactly we've been living that in. We have been, that we have fucking fought for but yeah. all my entire life. My entire yeah. life. Because Georgia... Georgia is where we're at. Yes. The demographics of Georgia, especially the Atlanta metro area, ain't representative of the rest of the country. Right. Yeah. It just isn't. We are a much, much more mixed. We are a melting pot Fuck for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah. I mean, I don't even know how many different races or national nationalities are represented just in our neighborhood. Yeah, in our neighborhood. Exactly. But yeah. the harmony that we have, the love that we have for each other, yeah. being mm-hmm. neighbors, and the fucking kick-ass awesome people that I share property boundaries uh, yeah. and beers with y- yep, yep, as yeah. often as possible are some of the most genuinely badass, awesome, nice, caring people 
on the planet. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And to see what the fuck is going on, trying to trying to tear that apart, trying to fucking te- infuriate yeah, the shit out. Yeah. It does me too. And that's and that's why I'm saying. That's why I said in the. In the very beginning, when we started you're, you're, this, you're off, taking this away from future people. I'm a people. recovering patriot. You know yeah. what I mean? It's you're, you're, you're taking it's, away what we have here from those future generations yeah, exactly. that don't think that this is something that can be achieved, right? Because yes. it just must be. Yes, and, and and it and it really does. It really pisses me off to no end to see it. I mean, because like I said, you know, I went through the busing shit when I was a kid. You know, I was mm-hmm. busting to an all black school. I've yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it up close, personal, lived through it. Yeah, and. I'm the first generation. Like I said, that's why, it, to me, it really makes sense. Anyone older than my generation should not be running this country. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel the way that I feel. Because, But also, I anybody see, younger than me should be nowhere yeah, fucking close. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the same thing. It's a sweet spot. There's a sweet spot in there. And, yeah. it, is, and it is. And it just happens to be where you and I are. It, it, it's, <laughs> it is. It, there is a sweet spot. And that sweet you. spot came from what happened racially and everything before us from, everything that from being tired of right hearing of our us. racist you know right. elders right all the way all the way through slavery all the way through everything that got up to where when i started school and when i started school it was the was desegregation that was when yeah. the beginning of that shit started and so anyone that's older than i am yeah they grew up in that racist shit they grew up in the shit that's just that was that black was real. and white. That was it. That was real. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And if they and if they're older than me, then most of the time, if especially if they're like ten years older or fifteen years older, they are set in their ways on it. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, sure. and, and there's no change in that because once and, you get. And I understand that. And you know what? I'm not trying to change them. Right. I'm not either. Live out the rest of your days. Yeah, exactly. You're going to fall off the conveyor right. belt of life. Exactly. The world will move on. But just I don't, don't run the country. Yeah, yeah don't, yeah, don't run the country, but I don't need to change you. Yes. See, that's the difference between the, the youth of today is they're not allowing the live and let live right. idea to, to prevail. They're saying, no, this... I have bought into this, therefore you must also. Right. And that is a big problem. That's See, in, on, on a larger scale, though, this is something I want both sides to consider. You are all being force-fed a narrative by the media being funded by the government so that they can create this whole huge misdirection. So we sit there and go, look what's going on over there. Look what's going on over there. So they can sit there and fuck you without your knowledge. They're doing tons of other shit that we're not paying attention to. We're not paying attention to Congress. We're not paying attention to fucking anything else. And I guarantee you, some very evil shit is probably happening right under our well, nose. Well, that's what that we're not covering. Well, the yeah. one thing that I'm, the one thing I'm starting to fucking have a little second guess about is uh, maybe we should have more wars because as long as we've got actually <laughs> oh, got, <laughs> once we actually get any, behind any, something, anytime we actually do have uh, the 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 military industrial complex uh, churning out, you know enemies abroad things at home seem to be relatively yeah. uh, all right mm. as soon as we have a president that's saying fuck that shit and retweeting eisenhower's military industrial complex speech lo and behold everything's really fucking bad here and think about the ra- race relations when they started getting good with the civil rights act and all that all of a sudden vietnam 
I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not trying to connect dots. I'm just, I'm just pointing out that there are dots out there. And if you look at a map right now of the these fine United States, you'll see that uh, there's a lot of dots actually uh, on the West Coast more so. I mean, we are kind of lucky here on the East Coast, but apparently those dots represent wildfires. There's yeah. a shitload yeah. of them. There's like over 200 in three states between California, Oregon, and Portland. Just so and happened Portland. that coincident, or yeah, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know my states. It's California, Washington, and Oregon. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Just so happens that that's also where all these uprisings have uh, you know, been popping off. And uh, apparently a lot of these fires are getting out of control. Fire. Yeah, yeah, fire. <laughs> and um, and that seems to be the story of the day over there. In fact, if anything, the fires are what are kind of <laughs> extinguishing these uh, riots. Yeah, 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 they are. They're I, putting I, a hold on them anyway. I watched Woke last night. I know we bring up Woke a lot yeah, because yeah. it's been quite the channel to pay attention yeah, to yeah, for it's roughly 100 days. It's dead as hell right now. They, they <laughs> instead of any... Uh, outdoor riot coverage they had two uber liberal lefty wokest 20 somethings i i don't want to misgender them because i don't know what gender they were but they were live streaming just talking about their experience taking part in the riots and i was like hey well where's the riots but their whole thing was saying we can't even go outside the air quality if i go outside and they were using some scale. I'm not smart. I don't know what it is. But apparently, uh, like, dangerous is 140. And they they were saying, the air quality outside my house is 464. That tells like you that. how dedicated he is to the cause. Yeah, Get not, out there. Uh, Get out there. Yeah, you it, pussy. I, I think it's a scale of particulates that are in the air. Yeah, well, if it was a bullshit scale, it would be about 4,000 uh, pre-fire. But apparently the bullshit scale has gone way down. Yeah, well, and it, it's it's devastating what's going on yeah. out there, though. Not to make light of that shit. I no, mean, sure. There, it's it, it historic historic fires. Well, and, yeah. Go yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going <laughs> to say. I mean, at least to make light of some part of it, though. Uh, the uh, well, <laughs> what started this? Well, so or at least in California, one of them. Started one of them. So yeah. there's there's over 200 fires. And if you've seen yeah. the pictures online, they're incredible. And not just of the fires. Like, we all know what fire looks like. But the pictures that are coming out from all over the place on the West Coast yeah. is incredible. Yeah. It, just like San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. The, I, I got a friend the of sky. I got a friend of mine the that lives. The street lights never go off. No. They never go off. They stay on 24-7 there now. I got a friend of mine that lives in the Napa Valley that is notoriously... Well, that's the country. Yeah. Wine country. And it's just a glow of orange. Yeah. A buddy of mine posted yeah. a picture, um, and it was like 10 in the morning, and he just took a picture of, of the fields. He you know, he, he lives on a wine uh, a winery, Wineland, and he's just taking a picture overlooking uh, his crops, and it's 10 in the morning, and it's the it's the most eerie shit. It a, looks like Mars. A friend of mine in Oregon just bought a house, and um, she can't get to it. She she lives. She can't go from her apartment to her new house that she just bought because they won't let her. There's no way to get to it. There's in between. Yeah. Um. The roads are closed and shit, and 
she posted some pictures on Facebook. It was like, holy shit. She said, yeah, it's, this is two, two o'clock in the afternoon here. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, it's just eerie looking as hell, man. It's insane. Obviously, forest fires on the Pacific coast aren't anything new, but the, just the fact of how many there were a month ago, and there's always a few that are on. Like, I sure. didn't know how many are just always going. Right. Um, I got another good buddy of mine, uh, a guy that Arona knows, a a neighbor of ours, freshman year, who is a uh, <laughs> who's an actual captain of a fire battalion. I'm probably fucking up this terminal. He's gonna, <laughs> he's never gonna hear this, but anyway, he is a captain of a fire squad, for lack of better words, for the U.S. Wild uh, U.S. Wildlife Service, and uh, he's constantly. Like he lived out west. He lived on Mammoth Mountain. He he's consistently gone out to Wyoming or wherever they're having yeah, big Utah, fire outbursts. Utah. He's been and, all and, over the and place. A lot of what he does is controlled burns. Yep. He's currently in South Carolina, so big ups to him. There's no wildfires in South Carolina right now because they allow him to go out and do controlled burns to keep all this shit from uh, taking off the way it is. But it's not that it's a new thing. It's a more Holy shit! We have so many right. of them. Thing, yeah, they're being yeah. overwhelmed. They can't. Yeah. They, they're bringing in people from all kinds of states. Every state that, and and there's not a lot of them. Really, there's not. When you think about the forestry service and with especially what they're dealing with right now, yeah, they're not equipped for that. They're not. They're nowhere near equipped for it. And they're more of a preventative measure, right, not right. a not a fighting, not firefighting. Correct. And, and the only way they can really in these fires is cutting away and and it takes a long time to cut away a path oh yeah big enough to where the fire can't jump here's you know? here's a story i have um when i was a kid growing up uh there was uh another kid my age who are the neighborhood i grew up in is much like the one that we're in now where it was surrounded by woods and that was a playground for us growing up we were able to cut trails, go play in creeks. We we were secluded from the rest of the world by literally this forest that we were surrounded by. Well, as teenagers typically do, they fuck shit up. And this kid had a Coleman lantern, a kerosene fucking lantern. <laughs> and he, even to this day, doesn't know why he did this. It was just, a, I want to see what happens. Which <laughs> never a good never start goes to well. Is yeah, he in no. the military now? <laughs> I'll be honest, couldn't tell you. I like the blue shit. <laughs> so one day, and this was during summer. This was back in the day when kids were home all day and there was, there was no supervision. Long story short, he stands on his back deck facing the woods and he hurls this a, a lantern a lantern lit lantern into the woods oh that was just, because he thought it was just gonna hit the trees and just kind of explode with some fire and he could go back to playing a sega genesis um he never got back to that sega genesis by the way because when he threw this fucking thing all the kerosene that was in it shot through anything it hit <laughs> and was on fire as it was doing it right so it, it it was on fire, he threw it, and it exploded and erupted in way more fire. Right. 
And apparently, I, you know, I didn't know this. Kind of like napalm. I didn't know this until I just recently heard the president give his, uh, it must be on National Geographic. It was so scientific. <laughs> he gave this talk that apparently trees catch fire. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Dude, like my brain hurts because it just got bigger from hearing that, you know, with all the knowledge going in there. So anyway, my buddy learned the same lesson this day. And long story short, they had to, he burnt down, I don't even know how many acres behind our neighborhood. Just absolute devastation. Like it was a bad day in the hood (laughs) and he was grounded. You know, you just asked me, did he ever go in the military? Don't know. Dude, still grounded. (laughs) so the the, i don't even i lost count of how many fire trucks came out there this day but it was so it the way that the wind blew is it blew it back into the woods thank god it did not blow it back into the neighborhood he was on the he was on the furthest uh boundary of the property uh, of of the neighborhood of the subdivision so of all the directions the wind could blow that day that was the only good one the bad thing is it blew so far into the woods the hoses on the trucks couldn't reach. ran out of right. room. They couldn't reach. Yep. So the only thing they could do, and this is the whole reason I'm telling this story, is that they just had to get firefighters with pickaxes and shovels to dig a trench yes. wide enough to be a fire break. Yeah, to where it can't jump. And they had to dig it the entire perimeter of oh. the burn area. Mm-hmm. Right? But they had to also ass- assess the rate at which the fire is spreading yes. yep. and get out in front of it. Yes, all of that. Dude, they were there all day. Now imagine that with the Santa Ana winds oh, in shit. enough forest to burn for oh, the next two uh, years. That's that's uh, all uh, I can do is take this small, isolated incident, which was the biggest thing that ever happened in that neighborhood. I mean, it was like mind blowingly right, bad. Right. Mm. And it just so happened the wind wasn't blowing in the wrong direction. Just to echo your point. That's not an option out there. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> like, no. Yeah, like, they, they, don't, the they, don't, they don't have that. For the past two days, uh, it's record. All, they're all record. All of it's record-breaking. Yeah. Uh, Washington's town, a whole town in the state of Washington is gone. Yeah. It's gone. And this has happened before. Uh, no, I it mean, has. It has, but, but not t- on this scale. No. And it, I it, mean, not in, yeah. in many it's, states it's is been, what's going on. It's been easy to compare anything to the apocalypse up to this point but i am reading a lot of articles that are like the fucking sky is orange this is literally the fucking apocalypse and i mean of course i don't buy into that but it's just it's scary well everything yeah, is getting get to your your article there the gender reveal part. <laughs> so so real the, quick there's there's 200 fires in multiple, I think, nine different states. Yes, already, uh, already a blazing. Yeah, and and some of them have been started by lightning strikes. Uh, some of them have been. We'll get to it later. There's uh, skeptical reports coming out that Antifa is starting these fucking. Yeah, things. I don't believe that. We don't have anything confirming that right now. I don't so believe we're that. not going to go there. But put a pin in that. We'll come back maybe in a future episode but one way that one did start for fucking sure mm-hmm. it's been confirmed is the stupidest thi- the stupidest result to the stupidest thing that people have somehow agreed that is a thing that people should fucking do in california during burn season is they had a gender reveal party that somehow led to shit catching fire mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Now, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'm a dumb dumb here. I did not read into exactly what they used oh. in this gender reveal party. So I'm going to hand it off to somebody else on no, this. No, I, I can tell you. It's, uh, I, I mean, I can't give a you know, uh, ballistics report on what chemicals or whatever. But basically at these gender reveal parties, they have this, um, you know, apparatus that when it's uh, lit on fire or whatever, it releases uh, smoke of either a blue or pink hue. Right. To tell you if it's a boy or a girl. Yes. Exactly. And apparently one of such apparatus or apparatus, I don't no, know. That, apparatus. Yeah. Um, it did not go as planned <laughs> and um, in, ended up causing, you know, uh, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of acres to in, be engulfed in flame. It. it- <laughs> But, did, did you see that they are being held responsible for that? They're see, I was asking Jim about this the other day. I did not know that. Yes, that I, I saw that today. I read it this morning. They There's are, negligence. They're, I mean, yeah, they're going to hold them financially responsible for the for the fighting of this fire. And that could, you know, I mean, they if can't they, pay if that they got, if they've got money. It could definitely <laughs> be a settlement, but if it, they don't it's have any be, money, it's going to be a point that is made that right. you can't be going around doing this dumb yeah, shit. Well, hey, first of all, real quick, I'm going to get back to the whole reason why it's just abhorrently stupid. These gender reveal parties are fucking gay <laughs> and they need to stop. What happened to the day? What happened to the day of when, uh, hey, I'm having a kid. Hey, is it a boy or a girl? And you get a cigar. And the cigar's either got a pink wrapper or it's got a blue wrapper. And you knew it by the cigar. Hey, yeah, I got something out of the deal. You know? Okay. What? I mean, I, I don't know. Call me old-fashioned. But there's no, there's no story. There's no historical relevance or any kind of pull it up on an encyclopedic, uh, you know, nature of, oh, Napoleon had to stop his uh, <laughs> his foraging of on the Eastern Front for a well. His wife was pregnant, and they had a gender reveal party. <laughs> so there was a peace treaty, and all everyone stopped what they were doing because everyone was so concerned of the gender of the child, in which was bequeathed upon our mighty Lord. Like, who gives a flame? Oh, congrats! You got a kid. It's well, gonna be one or two. I, How not- about you just let them? roll out nine months and we'll be like cool i'm not gonna share your you know uh skepticism you, yeah. over the absurd however <laughs> you know having to create pyrotechnics for such a act is buffoonery to me my sister you know she had a gender reveal party mm. for you know her child and they simply bought a cake and once they cut it, the insides were either blue or pink. And so that's no chance of catching anything on fire yeah. unless somebody's blowing out candles and somebody happens to have too much hairspray. No, and that's and that's fine. I'm I'm not shitting on on the idea of the uh, celebration of, of of exchanging the information of this is you know, it's a boy or it's a girl. That's fine. What I'm really against is and we all kind of remember when this happened. Like, it's only within the past 15 years where all of a sudden this gender reveal thing became a, a fucking spectacle. And it, it, it became, again, more about the parents. 
you know, wanting that attention about something they did that isn't that f- like it's not that monumental. People no, do it every day. No. <laughs> do, yes, we are blessed that we have science that can determine before the child comes out that uh, you can know what you're going to have. So it's not a big shocker or whatever, so that you can plan accordingly. I think that's great. Yeah. It's a utility. It's not a fucking parade starter. Like, congrats. Nothing Your to celebrate. Your kid is going to have a dick or not. Like, I don't know. No need to invite 95 people over, pull them out in your backyard and, you know, I mean... Kudos to the people that have been creative with the different ways that they've done it. You're free to do it, but I'm also free to tell you I think it's all kind of a little, a little much. It's good that you'll never be married. <laughs> it's a good thing. I'm only solidifying it now. But yeah, yes, you are. You are definitely <laughs> solidifying it. And that's Because this is all invented by women. Oh, you know, all of these things. Valentine's Day. I'm sure that was a woman's idea. Um Mother's no, Day. Uh, you let's know, get was, that. Let's, Mother's Day, you know, was a woman's let's idea. Let's get that correct. Uh, Valentine's Day was something created by Hallmark. Uh, it, well, there you go. <laughs> and, and, yeah, Sandra and Hallmark. Hallmark. And, and who does Hallmark sell cards to? <laughs> women. <laughs> lots and lots of women. So it's fine. Know. I get it. Hey, you're into your shit. You got your. I'm also going to shit on it. Yes. And that's the beauty here. Yes. You know, welcome to the shit show. I never said that we were going to be, uh, <laughs> there's no doily on this mic. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't even I'm going to shit on what I think is dumb. I don't, and think, I think I don't that's even think dumb. men invented marriage. Could Why you... would they? <laughs> well, um, originally marriage, all that was, was a trading of materials to pawn off your female not anymore it was like, it's, yeah it's, no. i want to get the government involved on making sure that uh when uh, that i get a tax credit when yeah. i when i like a little something a little younger that uh, this old hag gets half my shit yeah i call it offloading before i move into a small apartment well in, in the, back in the way day it was just a bartering between two families going yeah, I'll give you this many calf and uh, sheep. Well, and how did we uh, get divorced? Well, all I know, here. all I know uh, is there's <laughs> one, there's one way to never get divorced, uh, and that is, uh, never I guess, never married. criticize gender reveal parties, and uh, also for the girl to have a wop. And speaking of oh, a wop, a wop, one of the one of the best ways to deal with Isn't these wop. wop? <laughs> oh, God damn it! <laughs> one of the ways to deal with these wildfires. Is we should probably get Cardi B out there to, you know, extinguish yeah. it. The oh, yeah. pants. Because apparently I hear that she's got a wet ass pussy. Oh, yeah. Something that apparently is so wet that makes macaroni. Hopefully, no cheese. <laughs> macaroni. Hey, make the macaroni, macaroni hold the cheese. Yeah, yeah. Like, ooh. Yeah, no ooh, cheese, please. No, 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 no. A bowl of macaroni. So, anyway, and that, that little that, thing that in was the back this, of her throat. That was the stumblingest, most. This is all getting crazy cut. shit. This is yeah. all getting cut. I saw this. Hey. I saw this. I saw this today for the very first time. Yeah, we brought and, Doug uh, into the into the new <laughs> age and, uh, of yeah, that was of Cardi B. That's quite a that's quite a video there, Cardi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hey, I, I think it's funny as hell. I think it's fucking great. I think I do. I, think I laughed my balls off. I did. I, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I had to. I had to keep rewinding it because I was laughing so loud that I couldn't hear the next line. <laughs> Your reaction to that song, yeah. <laughs> Was a hundred percent what it should be. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I, I know it is. It See, is. but and it's this is this is this generation's baby got back. Yeah, no, no, skeet, skeet, skeet. That, that's <laughs> yeah. all, motherfucker. Yeah, 
It, it, it's the women's anthem or response to Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that song. Uh, what was that song? Um, it's Two Life Crew. Yeah, this was back. That's what I'm seeing. No, that chick, <laughs> the chick uh, lick my pussy and my crack. What was that? You know, you know that song? Lick my something yeah, with my yeah, back. Yeah. Lick my, my pussy and my uh, crack. It's the same thing as yeah. milkshakes bringing all the boys yeah, yeah, to the yard. Yeah, yeah. I'm it, sucking all their dicks so, I mean, that and was you the can't tell me what to do. This. this is... This is a masterpiece. Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, girl. I mean, I, I, it is. It's a masterpiece. I, th- I thought it was funny as hell, dude. I mean, you know, it, obviously, it's made to be that way. Yeah. yeah it's made to be a funny fucking yeah. video. And yeah. if you take offense to it, I'm sorry for your virgin ears. But I'm sorry for funny. your loss yeah, of humor. I'm sorry for your loss of humor, exactly, because yeah. that is some funny shit. Here's, that is funny. Here's the thing, and here's my whole mantra. Yeah, I'm going to rail on shit that's happening in the world and all this other stuff. But everything in that, my goal is, you know, through all this bullshit is we got to start laughing at shit. Yes. Yeah, for we sure. We got to start yeah. finding the humor and shit. Yeah, that's what's wrong, man, is nobody's laughing one, at shit one, anymore. One of the things that I said on the on the Good Morning Liberty spot is, uh, you know, we were talking about the guy who lit himself on fire in Portland, and I was only bringing up the aspects of it that made me laugh. Right. Instead of all the things that everyone else wants to pick out that right. makes them pissed. And don't sure. get me wrong, like I said, we will rail on shit. We will get very upset on there here. Oh, yeah. We will have heated debates. There are some very entertaining videos of that, by the way. But I'm going <laughs> to try to find the humor in anything when I can. <laughs> and this is loaded with it. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. this is the funniest shit <laughs> I've seen I it mean, is. fuck. It is. The reason is why I immediately great. said it was like Baby Got Back is you remember in 1990 or 91 right, right. when that video yeah. came out and all those big ass yeah. fucking styrofoam yeah. set piece asses. It's like, yeah. Yeah. dude. And oh I my God, th- Becky, look at her butt. Oh, yeah. It is so <laughs> big. I remember when that video came out and, it, you know, parents would be, change the channel. There's butts on TV. <laughs> it's like, that's some funny ass shit. Yeah. Just like Cardi B has a wet ass pussy. Yes. Yeah. It's all funny. It's fun. That's oh, yeah. A- and the idea of her putting fires out with her vajayjay <laughs> is hilarious. I've already seen memes. <laughs> there, here's a story that we kind of touched on uh, a, a few weeks ago about Lake Lanier going to be site of a big Trump boat rally. And before that, leading up to it, I think they had one in Texas or somewhere where all these boats started fucking sinking. Yeah, Yeah. a hundred of them. And people sank. People were using pictures of that and putting Cardi B in front and (laughs) just saying that her wet ass pussy sunk these boats. And I'm like, this is thank you. Thank you, Internet. You're finding the humor in it. It's it's time to start laughing at all this shit. See, and 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 that's where we need to be. And I I salute and, you, Cardi B, and your wet ass pussy. It's the and, politically correct shit. That's the no that's true. What killed it. Well, and, and the the you know speaking of hilarious things that are coming out of this, you know, Jim, you and I watched uh, Ben Shapiro, and I'm not gonna you know. You can watch it on your own time, listeners. But yeah, uh, guys, uh, come watch me. I'm uh, <laughs> over there at the Daily Wire. <laughs> well, he brought up though that there's a great sect of women who uh, see this video as extraordinarily empowering, oh, and yeah, it is fucking hilarious to me. I'm like, what about this is empowering the, to the people that think that it's empowering? They think that because it's just 
out there being just in your face that that means good for some level of accomplishment. I don't see it that way. I'm more on the side of, I see it as humor. Yeah, yeah. I see. This and humor is good. This is one of. But the, as far as like accomplishing anything, uh, no, that, no. I, I don't see it. This as, accomplishes nothing. Yeah, it's not groundbreaking at all. But I do like the things she put on her tits. Yeah. That, <laughs> that looks pretty. That looks uh, pretty the pasties. Crazy. But yeah, yeah. 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 The, well, this the whole suit is, yeah. is fucking yeah. crazy looking. But yeah, that that was the, that was some of the funniest shit I've seen in a while, man. That's some funny shit. And beyond being funny, and I mean, I might be the only one here to say this, but I might put that on my playlist. It's well, actually a really damn good song to I, me. I'm not. I, it's I, a banger. I yeah. didn't have. A, I didn't have a chance to listen to the song because I was paying attention to the lyrics. Yeah. yeah. And, and the and when I and it just made me laugh so hard <laughs> that I couldn't. I could not stop laughing. I couldn't stop laughing all the way through the whole thing. There was shit in there. Gold. I mean, it's gold. Oh, the yeah. shit that she says in there and lyrically alone brilliant it's a masterpiece yeah. I, I i make it a masterpiece i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna take this time right now to make an announcement um doug i'm gonna change your ringtone to wop to cardi b mm-hmm. yeah every time yeah. you call me now it's All gonna right. be it's gonna be the part where she's talking about that thingy thingy in the, the back, of, back her of her throat, throat. <laughs> 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 and i'm gonna be like oh shit gotta get this was, oh my god <laughs> this sounds important is that not fu- that's so funny doesn't she shit, say so, something about uh park your uh bus in my slit park your big ass truck down in this little yeah. garage yeah 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 it's 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 Look, is it crude? Fantastic. Absolutely. Is it is it fucking probably way out of bounds for most <laughs> Christian ears? Yes, it is. <laughs> but it is that still does not mean it's not funny as fuck. Yeah. All it's, I know is all I know is out of all the things that twenty twenty has brought us. How the fuck did this make it through? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and it and it make but it makes sense, don't it? Yeah. I mean, doesn't it really? Of it's course. Kinda, 2020 has been so uh, giving and taking. You know, was I mean, it gives, it gives us, it gave us a hundred and what five, six days now of of <laughs> yeah. just chaos. Yeah, and and the pandemic and everything that goes along with it. I mean, I, you know, I know there's it's a lot of bad shit going on, but if you don't learn from that and you don't take shit from it and try to have a sense of humor about what the fuck is happening to you. That's what's wrong. It's nobody's got a sense of humor anymore. Nobody. Make no. America laugh and, again. And they, yeah, I'm, yes. I'm fucking sticking to it. I, I agree with that. It, nobody has a sense of humor. You can't say anything without offending someone. Mm-hmm. And and so that's why we do this. That's yeah. why we do yeah. what we do here. Yeah. Is because we can sit we can sit here and have a conversation just like that's what I like about what the way we do this, the mm. way our format, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. Um, we sit down here and have conversations. Do we come up with topics? Yes. We'll come up with a general topic and then we'll go off on that. We, we now, cover the, whatever topics are there for us so, to ex- respond ex- to. Exactly. exactly. And, yeah. and to be able to sit and talk and discuss things out as different people as we are because mm-hmm. we are we are very different very people different. we're very sure. different people all three but of us the, are we're the, completely different but the one thing we always come back to 
Is we can all laugh at the same exactly. shit. Exactly. Oh, for we sure. We can yeah. all laugh at shit. And I didn't mean to the, step on your point if that's, that's the point exactly you were making. That's exactly what I was but, about to get to. Yeah. It, it, you know, and even, and everybody else that I know that's completely different than I am, you know, they, I mean, <clears throat> politically, whatever, whatever. If you can't sit with another person um, and laugh with them at what the, at the, the craziness that is going on and and all around you if you can't do that anymore what the fuck are we even trying for yeah what are we even trying why are we even trying if you can't poke fun at 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 something without somebody saying oh you're a racist or oh Mm -hmm. you're a fucking fascist or oh you're a fucking whatever the label they want to fucking come up with yeah i mean look one of my favorite stand-ups of all time is Eddie Murphy delirious. Oh hell yeah. Now Eddie Murphy um this is why this is what the pandemic man we've we, me and you have talked about this. The one thing the pandemic totally fucked up was coming to America. It's <laughs> coming to America. You, you know I what know. I'm saying? Cuz that's yeah. why dude I was so waiting for that. And I still am. I'm still waiting for yeah. that movie. I'm extraordinarily stoked. Just seeing Eddie Murphy the on a Saturday night live when he did Saturday Last December, yeah. just seeing him do that alone, I was like, "That's the shit." He ain't changing for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. He's not. He's gonna be Eddie Murphy. Yes, and and that is, dude. It, it, you play Delirious for a fucking snowflake today. They're gonna melt. You, oh my down. god! They're oh, gonna fucking sure. flip out. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is what's so crazy about it. Does he say some things that are? racist maybe does he say some things that are funny absolutely mm-hmm. does he say things that are controversial yes does he poke fun at gender yes he does absolutely this is what makes it so great everybody is laughing with him why not well it's supposed to attract a person to deeply think about why they are actually offended by the topic you know, turn it back inside. That's one thing that I find uh, absolutely uh, crazy about all this is a, a lot of people use the term triggered, you know, to explain that they are being set off by someone else. That's a which, microaggression based yeah. on gun culture. Well, and, and the funny thing <laughs> about that, I mean, where triggered actually comes from, this is something that uh, psychiatry used. And it's not a term that they use to um, minimize your, you know, involvement and pan it off to someone else. It's actually supposed to, if you're being triggered, you're the one that's triggering yourself and you're supposed to then internally think, what is it about me that is causing this to be triggered? And then you get a whole bunch of social justice warriors who go, you're triggering me, bro. And it's like, no, that's a total misappropriation of a term that's actually used for people to understand why they are taking something that's usually fairly innocent and turning into something that's monumental. All I got to say is that is a very long liberal way of saying that shit's gay, son. Look, look, it all comes down to the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> what does he do when you poke him? He laughs. There you go. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't clean when assault. You po- when you poke him, 
that little fucker laughs. That's what everybody needs to do. When you get poked, somebody's poking your ass, laugh at them. Yeah. You know, don't poke back. Laugh. Laugh. Laugh at your own shit. You know, it's, hey, there we go. Pillsbury Doughboy. Yeah. <laughs> we had some other topics. We're going to leave that for another date because I want to end on a high note. Thank you. Thank you for listening, and thank you to the new listeners that did make that trek over from uh, the Good Morning Liberty Camp. We are so happy to have you. We have seen quite the little bump in our numbers. And yeah. um, and like I said, you know, on that show, and like I've said on this show, we are new at this. We are just working our way through yeah. this. We don't claim to be the biggest or the best. We just claim to be the best at what we do, and that is just rant. And you have an option. It's in the title. You can ignore it or you can join it. I think it's way more fun if you join it. So come on the ride with us. Join us on uh, on Instagram at ignore the rant underscore podcast. Give us a rating and review on iTunes if you would, please. I would love to hear any feedback, good, bad, indifferent. Any comments. Of and, course. Um, look for future posts, future episodes. We're good. As long as the world's still acting all fucking stupid, we're going to have something to talk about. And I got a feeling that that's going to be a pretty long time before we Oh, there's we run plenty out of, of yeah. stupidity out there. And if you are one of our international listeners, don't be, don't be, don't be scared. Don't be shy. Well, yeah. Send us a message. Let us know if you are actually listening to us. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Once we get up to a certain point where we can actually start doing merch, I would love to send you merch free of charge. I would do that. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. That way that... Uh, we can send you a little thanks for you being supporters of the show. Right now, all the support we're looking for is just to be a listener. If you like what you're hearing, share the show with your friend, tell somebody, and uh, click that subscribe so that you can get another notification in about one week. And if you really hate the show, tell more people. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I find it hilarious when we piss people off. Yes. So uh, this is a quest for laughter. Now, whether you're laughing or I'm laughing, I don't really give a shit. So uh, get the word out there. We'll be back in a week. And until then, please, come on, people. Be sweet to each other. Be kind. And don't try to kill each other. Or set fires where you're